0: First role, like him and him and Ryan, uh, Philip, Felipe, Philippe, Philippe,
1: Philippe, yeah. Oh, he, oh, he he exists. I forgot he exists.
0: Yeah, dude, he was a McGruber too, but as like McGruber's sidekick.
2: Oh God. You remember that? No, I remember you trying to get me to watch MacGruber and me getting 10 minutes into it and just saying, I can't do this, Scott. We, can't. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny. Are you kidding me? It's so good. Oh, oh no. was it too lowbrow for you? Ryan Felipe. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. He was. Yeah, a he was in like Cruel bit. Intentions when he was uh, a sister kisser. Oh, this is a theme. We're getting man, a theme going on this week. Three podcast. Oh, weeks
2: in a row. Yeah. <laughs> But
1: that was like step siblings or something and he really wanted to bone right was that was that the, the gist
0: Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. but in, in all fairness if Sarah Michelle Geller was your stepsister no don't yeah. say it you might yeah. you, if, you can't if, take this back if, you know, if she if she was your stepsister you'd, on the be a bra- you'd be a walking brazzers video every goddamn day at breakfast bro there's no way like, oh step bro what are you doing fucking that ass shut up <laughs> eat your fruit loops mind your business I'm busy back here
1: <laughs> We have some leftover pizza, but there's a hole in the box. Yeah. My,
0: my, my, my new favorite kind of porn is the one where, like, the stepmom is just stuck in a dryer
2: like, for some reason. She's so, <laughs> so fucking clueless every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What are, what you, are you guys doing? doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You what know are you what doing? doing back there? <laughs> is that the dog? You hear oh, the, the macaroni
2: sounds. You know what's going on. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's like, well, I'm trying to fuck you in the pussy, but you're not coming loose. I better try fucking you in the ass. She's like. If you think that'll work, you're like, you like, he, like this, this, this father clearly married you for your looks and not your IQ. Like, I, can, I, mean, I, I can guess. Really, it's,
1: yeah. Like, it's like, I could really tell you're trying your hardest back there to do nothing else yeah. but get me free from but, this nightmare.
0: But, but also, could you imagine, like, could you imagine, like, if, I mean, if we take the porn, the porn, like the movie magic out of the equation do you imagine your dad marrying someone that fucking stupid? How would you hate your dad forever? Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I I mean, imagine the real life version of that. It's really grim. You just have to deal with the fucking dumbass in the house all the time. Yeah, it's a real. Because not only,
0: not only is she stuck in the washer and dryer, but she doesn't even know how to do her own clothes without getting stuck. I mean, like, she probably gets stuck in the fridge, stuck under the bed, can't get out of her seatbelt in the car. Like, imagine, <laughs> imagine that phone call. You have to get out of your fucking. You have- Maybe, maybe you're cranking one out to a mom stuck under a bed video on 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 and and now you gotta now you gotta fucking put your pants back on, tuck your boner up, walk outside. It's cold. You gotta go open the driver's side door and undo the seatbelt for this dumb bitch that your dad married.
2: I like how you mentioned the flip and tuck technique in there. You just yeah, snuck it in yeah. there. That's I'm I'm yeah. yes. uh, something of an expert of the flip and tuck.
0: <laughs> oh, we all mastered the flip and tuck in like junior high. Under the belt loop, yeah. shirt
2: goes over, under over. Mm-hmm. That's it, baby. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, mm-hmm. Nobody knows a thing. You're gonna be all right. Nope. Nope. The flip and tuck.
0: And if they if they can spot your boner with the flip and tuck, it means they're looking way too hard, and you get the call about for staring at your dick.
1: Yeah,
2: it's yeah. just
0: it's at that point yeah. it's just rude. Yeah, yeah, it's like. <sighs>
1: This is this is amazing content, boys, and that means that I should start the podcast. So, welcome <laughs> to the Cynical Nerd <laughs> episode twelve. Yeah, twelve sounds right. Sounds yeah, right boys, yeah. we have an, just just an incredible amount of stuff to cover. There was a, a Disney investor call, and because Disney owns everything in the world right now, that means we get everything in the world for news. So, we have uh, a ton of Star Wars news, a ton of Marvel news, uh, and then our main topic is Marvel. So, we could not be shilling any harder uh for for the company of the house of mouse this week uh if if this podcast had a hometown it would be shill Cincinnati. if we were a movie it would be shill bill volume two if oh, this was an that's album, good that's yeah. that's
0: fucking good if,
1: if, i'm not i wrote them down if this <laughs> podcast <laughs> if this podcast was an album from the 90s it would be jagged little shill oh if we god were, damn yes if, if we were a music artist today we would be meek shills okay so oh my god oh my god with, with that being said my name is Chris. I am your host. I am joined,
2: as always, by Derek and Scott. Derek, how are you today? I'm I'm doing excellently, especially after that just chill streak <laughs> that you were on. That was just excellent. Good <laughs> stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! He
1: did it! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Scott, how are you doing today?
0: Oh my god! Uh, Chris is over here shilling them softly. I <laughs> 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 I, uh, I, I'm not so, I'm not so sure there's gonna be a lot of shilling going on because there's so much going on that it's hard to be excited about most of it. I'm, I'm doing, saying.
1: yeah, it's like I'm, overwhelming.
0: Yeah, I'm doing okay though. Uh, I'm a little, little tired, but, uh, we're going to see if this rum right here will wake me up. We're doing a, we're doing a shot of the Kraken.
1: Oh, there you go. Oh, the Kraken. All right, we're going to get right into it. So, like I said, the Disney investor call, is <laughs> a poor choice. Yeah. Well, you did get imported all the way over to Italy. Little inside joke yeah. for those on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, where does I don't even know where the Kraken gets made. Unimportant. Not Back Italy. Back task. <laughs>
2: sure, <is> fucking Italy. <laughs> Definitely not it. We can cancel out <laughs> Italy for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna start off with the Star Wars news, and first up in the list is we've talked about this recently because we talk about Star Wars so frequently on this podcast, but they're making a Cassian Andor series called Andor. Surprise. Uh, cleverly spelled with the Rebel symbol. For the O, which I was, it was like the obvious choice, but it also works pretty well. And they released a sizzle reel; it wasn't a full trailer because I believe they're just starting uh production. But they announced it's coming out 2022, of course, to Disney Plus, And this is the stuff that we talked about. I mean, I, I before I have one of you guys talk about it for a second. Um, I, I think I speak for all of us when I say that we love. I, I think I'm going to love this series for the same reason that I love. Rogue One. And for the same reason that I loved this week's Mandalorian episode, spoiler, Uh, because it shows the dark and gritty side of the rebellion. And again, we've gone over this previous podcast. I won't dwell on it, but I literally the quote from Cassian Andor was everything I did. I did for the rebellion. And it's uh, it just got me. The sizzle reel itself just got me pumped, even though it was like 99 percent Rogue One footage. Yeah, because it was a good time. Um, Scott, how'd you feel about the sizzle?
0: Uh, I mean, we we literally talked about this last week, so I feel like I'm running (laughs) on empty for excitement for it. Um, but, but I mean, but no, like, but this is, this is one of the ones that I'm more curious to see how it's going to play out. Uh, I mean, Diego Luna is a great actor. I actually went back and watched Rogue One this week after we talked about it last week because I was, I had this itch where I had to scratch it. Yeah. And even, even like watching it for like the 20th time, all those deaths still sting so much. And I can't imagine, uh, what an opportunity for world building this will be because it's, I mean, it, it could fall flat, but I think if it's if it's done correctly, it could be one of those things where you watch it through and it has that same effect as the Clone Wars do, does on uh, Revenge of the Sith, where it just you know it just uh, doubles down on on that ache in your heart that you feel when you see all these people who you are already so attached to in a two and a half hour long movie, right? Uh, you know, make make a make a sacrifice like that.
2: Yeah, Derek, how'd it hit you? Uh, yeah, I mean, really, uh, it, again, it's not a trailer. It was really just like Diego Luna talking about how he feels about it. And so all that I really got from it was that he's clearly super impassioned about it, which is great. I think that when you have uh, an actors, especially the lead who like really care about the project and it's more than just a paycheck, sometimes even the show around it can be like somewhat acceptable. But their performance kind of lifts it up. I think that's the case with like The Witcher with Henry Cavill. Um, the show was like, you know, it's good enough, but he makes it a little better. He sort of lifts it up just with how much he loved. You can tell he loves what he's doing. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, we, there's nothing that was like featured there that we kind of didn't already talk about. You know, I, I'm I'm sort of on the fence about it, but I do anticipate it. That's about it. Word. Yeah. OK, again,
1: uh, we, we have a ton of
2: topics, but these are
1: probably all going to be quick hits like this because there are most of them. Some of them are literally just fucking titles. Uh, some of them we've we've got nothing but a sizzle reel. Um, I am interested and I'm getting ahead of myself to see uh, Derek's thoughts on some of the Marvel stuff, because I feel like he should like some of it and I feel like he's not gonna. (laughs) So we'll see when we get there. But before we do, we have some news that we all expected was happening, but it's super fucking exciting to get the confirmation. We are officially getting an Ahsoka spinoff with Rosario Dawson, uh, which will no doubt feature her search for Thrawn and therefore Ezra Bridger. Uh, which is a reason I think it's a, I think it might put a little more stock into the theory that he's the one that shows up at the end of Mando. Um, I, I don't know. I, I it could go either way. It, it could, you would think that maybe they wouldn't show him if she's going to, her whole voyage is going to be looking for him. Um, but it's hard to say. It could be like a teaser. I don't know. Who knows? But besides uh, Ahsoka, we also got confirmation that they're going to be making a new series, which we had no idea about called Rangers of the new Republic. Now, it's set in the same timeline of the Mandalorian. So somewhere after Return of the Jedi, a couple years, um, they don't say who's going to be in it. They didn't say the stars of it. The article that we're reading off of from Slashfilm speculated it might have something to do with Cara Dune. I think absolutely not. I cannot see Disney putting someone as controversial as she has been recently on social media in more and more shit and potentially getting themselves just completely tied to this person who's been saying terrible things about people. But that being said, how do you guys feel about these two uh, announcements? And, and since I did Scott first last time, I'll do Derek this time.
2: Uh, that, how how fair and balanced of you, Chris? Let me just start with that. That's very <laughs> just just meeting it out as fairly as you can.
1: Well, you have two minutes. And if you go over, I'm you like. <laughs> uh,
2: so I mean, I think the Ahsoka thing was a good move. Everybody kind of saw that coming. You get a big title actress like uh, Rosario Dawson. Um, she generally stars in films. She's not like a tertiary character. Um, I, I'm really just excited for it because now, like, the thing I was worried about is that Mandalorian may become bloated with, like, just injecting all right. these characters into it. So now yep. it's like you can isolate it. Like, all right, well, we introduced Ahsoka. Everybody loved it. So now she has her own thing. So if you right. liked her, she has a show that you can watch and you can see sort of her path without her sort of, you know, wearing out her welcome, uh, you know, on Mandalorian. Or taking over the spotlight because we're taking a over the spotlight. Concern, yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um, so that's cool. You know, as far as the, the, the Rangers of the Republic, um, it, it seems like there's not a whole lot of info on that yet about who it's going to be around uh, as much as Cara Dune would be kind of, you know, soft boner tactics. Um, <laughs> I, I just hope it's not about the two, <laughs> like in episode two of season two of Mandalorian, those two guys that like chased him down. Just don't let it be about them. That's all. I just, don't what are don't, you don't talking build them up for there. You mean own you, don't sh- you don't want to you don't want like a show set around a bunch of rangers of the New Republic who all have dad bod? Like right, right. And just, they're all just space cops just like pulling yeah. over harmless I'm, people doing really nothing wrong.
0: I'm just picturing cops but like in the Star Wars universe now where like it's just like <laughs> like old like old man Ben Kenobi is just yeah. like clearly he's been drinking and he's driving a speeder around Mos Eisley. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And they're like, yeah, any... He's not too bad. We don't want to give him a hard time. We just you, gotta make you sure you been sipping that that, that blue milk today,
0: sir. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Scott, uh, how do you feel about this?
0: Uh, uh honestly, the the Ahsoka, uh I mean, like like Derek said, it's it's really uh it's not a huge surprise. We all kind of had that had that in the back of our heads it's probably gonna be a spin-off at some point. Right. Uh ba- I mean, based on the critical success of Mandalorian alone, it's a no brainer they would eventually branch out and start doing something something else similar. Right. Um as I mean, uh, aside aside from the Ahsoka show though, there's there's not really a lot. With the, well, Ahsoka and Obi Wan, except for like those two, there's not really a lot of these that I'm super excited about.
2: Um, Seconded. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, I know we we also have a few other things to go over. So I mean, it's it's hard not to shoot my entire wad on the subject because I have watched all these things as like a list, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I could do I could do without it. Be honest. Uh my, my my fear is that it could be oversaturation in the same way that we're seeing like you know, we're seeing the same thing with Marvel now. There's like twelve shows for Disney Plus planned, and half of them I'm like, who? What?
2: Yeah. Like why? Well there's like nine for Star Wars too, right? Or like eleven or something? There's like a whole yeah, lot. I think
1: it's I think it's ten. I think they said ten for both. Oh, okay. Like in total, the stuff they announced, there was like ten new Star Wars and ten new Marvel like shows happening.
0: Yeah, we were talking about before about how they were just trying to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. They are officially shooting shit out of a t-shirt cannon to see what's it like you know what I mean it's like being <laughs> yeah. in a Flyers game but instead of a, a triple XL t-shirt it's just human feces raining from the sky it's, just... it's
2: a fucking crank machine gun of shit so, just like yeah. turning the crank
1: <laughs> Yeah. the only reason the I book, didn't the Booker DeWitt of shit if you will <laughs> the only reason I didn't uh, group every Star Wars show announcement together in one thing and just ask is because these two specifically were announced that Filoni and Favreau are showrunning them so those two, in my mind, get special right. excitement that's, levels. That's like, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. For, for me, I'm like, oh, shit, because these two should be the ones given the the fucking stick to shepherd all of Star Wars forward, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and yeah. in yeah. the opinion of most people on the Internet, I think. Um, Filoni's been around since, you know, beginnings of Clone Wars and has done just fantastic shit uh, between Clone Wars and Rebels and, and whatever. Rise I- of the Resistance was apparently a good show, but it's made for like two year olds, so I never watched it.
0: I think part saying? part of my problem is that the, the title "Rangers of the New Republic" just sounds so. It sounds like somebody like steamed vegetables as like a side dish for dinner and didn't bother to season it with anything. You know what I mean? It just sounds like so. It's very boring. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: It is. Yeah,
0: it's 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 like it's it's like you can well you can have these these sweet potato mashed potatoes covered covered in marshmallows and all this other stuff that's horrible for you, or you can have unsalted broccoli. You want some unsalted <laughs> broccoli? You know, like because like Ahsoka is like, his, like mashed like, potatoes,
2: like, but they're not buttered or salted whatsoever. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And like the thing is, like I'm aware that that Ahsoka is kind of the color of sweet potatoes. I'm not trying to be a space <laughs> racist. I don't, I don't want any implications here. Don't be racist. Yeah, don't be racist. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but but it's just it's you have one thing here that's so clearly like the right move to make with Ahsoka, and then you and the Rangers of the New Republic. It's like, well, you haven't given us anything to be excited about except for a title that's not exciting at all. Why did you even bother to announce this alongside of like 10 other shows you have coming out? Couldn't you guys have waited until next year, maybe to announce some of this, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, they definitely could have. All right. Uh, there are a couple more uh, Star Wars shows to talk about um, and, and, a, and a movie announcement, actually, which I don't think any of us saw coming, which I'm very actually pretty excited about. But well, at least as far as my nostalgia is concerned. So the other Star Wars shows. Excuse me, I will list them off. They include. One based off of Lando called Lando. One called the Acolyte. Uh, one Star Wars Visions and a droid story, which is an animated thing. So, I'll just I'm just gonna real briefly say I don't care about any of these Lando included, except the Acolyte sounds kind of cool. Yes, uh, agreed.
2: Yeah, I'm with A-Acolyte you.
1: Acolyte referencing you know probably a Sith acolyte or a Dark Side user, someone tracking down Sith relics. We've heard this story before, um, or at least if you've read any of the expanded universe stuff. You know there have been plenty of like like the Knights of Ren, Dark Side acolytes, these people who Man. kind of like worship the Dark Side, Um, and they gave a little bit of a of a, of a blurb or a byline about the acolyte. It's from um, a Russian Doll co creator uh, Leslie Headland. The show is described as a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging Dark Side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Oh. So.
0: Okay, not so only Twitter yeah before all right yeah cool.
1: so not only it does it sound like it's going to be some cool kind of like you know seedy dark side type shit but it's it's high republic and I, they they kind of like swept that part under the rug because uh you know unless you actually go through and like read this shit they didn't put that anywhere you know it's just like there's the announcement and the little instagram blur, at the bottom of the picture is this high republic era um the, they're on the animated front, so so not only is *Roy story, but Star Wars Visions is also um, animated, and that's going to be anime. It's going to be Star Wars anime. They have a bunch of Japanese uh, anime creators that will be working on things. I'm feeling like it might be Animatrix vibes. We'll see. You hear see. that, Weebs? Get you guys all excited? No, they didn't hear that because they all left. They're gone. Several, yeah. several episodes ago. <laughs> if they're still here, they're the masochistic variety, and you don't want that. <laughs>
2: You don't want to know. Yeah, what we got to find a way to exclude them. That's yeah. That's, we'll get there.
1: Um, but the,
0: you know, uh, there's nothing I can say that's not gonna get me in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything.
1: I, I mean, there's not really a lot to talk about here. Uh, there's no confirmation if the Lando show is gonna bring back Donald Glover, although you have to assume it would.
0: Yeah, because Billy d's not really leading man material these days. he's slowed I mean, down I'm, a
2: little bit, hasn't? Uh, yeah, he? unless
0: unless he's leading the old folks home to the. I don't know. What do what they, what do old people do besides fucking die? I don't know what.
2: <laughs> do they, do they fuck? They really do. No, that's a real thing. Like STDs yeah, yeah. are like rampant in fucking yeah. like old folks' homes. Yeah, that's Gross. that's a very real thing. They're trying to get yeah. it in before they go. They're just whorehouses. Yeah. It's
0: like every door you walk by in a retirement home just sounds like someone's throwing jello down the staircase.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> no.
1: Well, that's a fetish for some people, Scott. Okay. Uh, really what you're doing is paying thousands of dollars a month for grandpa to get his dick wet a couple
2: more times right, before he right, goes. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I
0: mean, it's at least well, we well, can what, do. what better way to honor your ancestors?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty bro move. I'd say
0: <laughs> that's yeah. true. Um, I, I would say for, for when I read the Lando thing, I automatically assumed that, uh, Donald Glover was attached to it. And that got me excited because I did too. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was really good as a young Lando Calrissian. I thought he was one of the few things about, uh, about, solo that was well done yeah uh like like i mean solo isn't that bad i mean it's bad but it's it's bad in the way that like batman versus superman's bad you know not like in the way that suicide squad was bad that's pretty fair that's a really interesting
2: metric that's like really accurate (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah yeah.
1: um
2: (laughs) i i I, solo did get a, a, a little
1: bit of a heavier rap than i think it deserved however i still not really big fan of that film Uh, Some of the things it did were so unforgivable to me that I it it just it colors the entire rest of the film in a like less good light for me.
2: Okay. well, plus I think it's just like when you're talking about a show like this sustained thing where you come back every week to watch it. Like I think Don Glover did fucking awesome as Lando Calrissian, but it's like the fact that it was like succinct and to the point is what made his performance good, I think. And trying to just stretch that out, I feel like it would just wear out to welcome a little bit, um, not to use the same expression twice in one episode, but um I think I think you would get a little tired of it. I think that you'd get a real little tired of Lando as a character if he was you had to watch him every fucking week. So I, I don't think that's due to Don Glover or um uh, Billy D. Williams, but um I guess we'll see. Is it Billy D. Williams? As soon as I said that, like yeah. something in my yeah. brain was like, That's yeah. not yeah. it, is it? Okay. No, oh, that's yeah, what, that's right. thank that's god
0: mister yeah. uh, Mr. Mr. Cole forty five. <laughs> I feel like it would be a limited series in the same way that Ahsoka
2: is though. Probably. I could I so, yeah, get I mean, into like, that. That Oh, is yeah. Ahsoka limited? I thought that was yeah. like a, I was
0: under the impression that it was a limited, like a special event kind of thing.
1: And they didn't say that explicitly. However, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Obviously they could stretch things out if they yeah, wanted they to, you know, <laughs> I mean, we all know that the, the Disney and Marvel studios are very good at filler. Uh, they certainly could. There's a lot of time to play with, right? Because we don't know when or if Ahsoka is dead by Rise of Skywalker. It looks like she is because she speaks to Rey in yeah. in her uh, in her little head. That doesn't I, I think Filoni said, look, someone asked Filoni and he said that doesn't necessarily mean that she's dead just because she spoke to Rey because it's, you know, the force connection. She could have reached out. Yeah. Right, but I mean, at that point, like, how old is she? Like, I don't know the typical. I'm sh- for shame. I don't know the typical lifespan of her species. So, I mean,
2: really, it's a failure on my part. Yeah, you fucked up kind of a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm so when you sorry think about it.
1: When you think about it like that,
2: but I'm also um, I, I'm with you on like of all these things. Like the the acolyte was the one that um stuck out to me the most. Uh, just seems yeah. like they're doing a different thing, which is awesome. Um, I think with this like year of not being able to film anything, they're uh, you know. Like we said, throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And so a lot of the stuff is kind of like, eh, isn't that the same old, same old? But this, that stuck out to me a little bit. I think that could actually be very interesting. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. it. You know what it, you know what it kind of felt like? Uh, when I read The Accolade, it felt like something they would put in like a comic book series, but that they were just like, let's do an actual show for it. And that, that's yeah. what made me, like, that kind of like, Kind of niche, like you know, dark side acolyte shit. It's the kind of thing you would expect from like you know, dark horse or something to be doing for for Disney and Marvel. Anyway, yeah. um, moving on to another. Bit. So this is like the uh, a very cool announcement, but also like the biggest piece of no shit news um, for the entire podcast. Hayden Christensen is officially confirmed to be joining the cast of Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm. Like no fucking shit, this is happening. Man, However, Skywalker himself. Mannequin Skywalker, we, we have baby. we foretold the future with our podcast episode last week. Uh even though I found out that the that the like I, I was gonna call it slur, but sure, we'll we'll stay with that. The slur of Mannequin Skywalker is typically used to make fun of like Jake Lloyd, but that's not real that's not fair. The kid's nine fucking years yeah. old. Like Hayden Christensen should be a much better actor, and
2: in those movies he was not.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: In those movies, he wasn't. I'm super excited about this because, I, I, again, I feel like his acting uh, in that movie was a product of just the terrible fucking dialogue of Lucas Hayden Christensen himself is a good actor. So, like, I'm excited to see him be back in this universe under the direction of somebody else. I think it's going to turn out fucking excellently.
1: I agree. I agree. I, I have nothing but high hopes for this series. Um, I love Ewan McGregor. He's a great actor. I love him as Obi Wan. Um, he grew on me so much in the prequels, even when I went through the period of, of really just loathing all those films. I still always man. loved him and Qui-Gon. Hello um, there. <laughs> hello there. Yeah, he had some good, some good fucking car, cheese man. lines. Yeah, Yeah. yeah exactly. But, but, yeah. But, but I he's the kind of actor
0: that every, every, even like the worst dialogue, he can deliver it with like this weird, subtle, like playfulness. Yeah. Or like he, it's like he's in on the joke with you. Like we talked about last week with Kojima. Like he like, he's almost laughing at the dialogue with you as he says it, with the yeah. way he,
1: yeah, yeah. I want him or to serve me some tea, tea, and I'll eat his crumpets. You know. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, that, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not. sure if your McGregor's graying enough for you, Chris.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, is he? Is he's graying pretty on top yet? of the dye jobs? To, yeah. Is, is,
1: is, we'll, I mean, I, I'll hair dye. I'll, I'll do it for me. We're fine. We'll gray him up a little bit and put him in line at the glory hole. Anyway, there's some much to do though.
0: That's true. You know, like those, like, there's twenty five year olds who use that like that Coman Gray shit for like. Right. Like we right. Know, we get it. You're a bar town. You're you're a bartender in Center City. We fucking yeah, get it. Like bro. a thirty three year old <laughs>
2: that just wants to look like an aging hipster really bad. Yeah.
0: Hair. Yeah. Like yeah. you you have the, the leather straps on your wrist, man. You don't need to go full gray. We get it. I should. We know. I should
1: start <laughs> cutting some of mine's out and selling them to people. Jesus Christ! Look at that. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's two pieces of important thing Uh, of two pieces of important tidbits in this announcement. One is that they specifically said he will be returning to the role of Darth Vader. So initially when they announced his return, uh, we weren't sure if it was going to be in flashbacks, which they probably will still do some of to let Hayden show his face. Um, But they are specifically, you know, we we know this series is taking place in the timeline between revenge of the Sith and a new hope uh, where we have 30 ish years to play with, uh, where we don't know what Ewan McGregor was doing. Besides staying on Tatooine and I have a little bit of a feeling he's not going to be staying on Tatooine the whole time, Um, specifically because of what Deborah Chow, who's going to be the showrunner of this and has also done a couple episodes of Mandalorian at this point, um, has announced. She said that fans will be getting the rematch of the century between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in this series. So at first, at first blush, my initial reaction was, oh, come on. All right. Like, really? But then I was like, eh, fuck it. Give it to me. I'm sure it's going to be done well. And I'm sure it's going to give me a, a, a raging clue. And uh, because of that, I'm super excited. So, Eric, how do you feel about this?
2: There's been like a, a huge. Um, what do they call them? Like fan theories or whatever uh, for years that basically like the Obi-Wan that we see in A New Hope is suffering from like severe PTSD um, just from what he had to experience, like, uh, yeah. um, you know, killing his apprentice and whatnot. I hope that that's something that they explore. Like, I, you know, it'd be oh, kind yeah. of boring if he just gets to Tatooine to to keep an eye on Luke, and he's just like totally resolved the whole time. Um, when I read that initially, uh, there's going to be uh, the ultimate rematch between Anakin and Obi Wan. I was like, yeah, but um... oh wait, no, I have my timelines fucked up because that would be pre. Never mind. Okay, just scratch all that. Scratch that. <laughs> uh, d- yeah, that ruined half of everything I wanted to say about this. So I hope they explore. Uh, the idea that maybe Obi-Wan's like, holy shit, like I fucked this person up and now he's fucking up the entire galaxy and he he's has to deal with that sort of internal conflict of like, was this really like someone, an outside source that came in and influenced him or was it partially my, my fault? Yeah,
1: yeah, I, there's there's I think there's I think they will absolutely there's no way that you do an Obi-Wan show set in this time period involving Vader and they don't do a deep dive into his mental state about. I mean, he's I mean, not only does he have to have guilt about failing his brother, but he's probably going to have survivor's guilt from the, yeah. all of the other Jedi being fucking wiped out. I think there's a really great opportunity to to do some really good character work for everyone um, with Ewan McGregor. And I, I'm very excited. But uh, Scott. Are you uh, also excited?
3: Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, there, It's a lot to take on, I think,
0: to go from. The last point where we see Obi Wan at uh, the end of Revenge of the Sith to beginning of A New Hope, you gotta imagine like like you guys said like there was a lot of processing, a lot of like probably probably survivor's guilt, uh, probably you know like a lot of self hatred, a lot of like self loathing, uh, and it it probably took him a while to get to the point where he was resolved with himself and and you know ready to to do whatever he could to make things right, whether it be you know like confronting uh, Vader again on the Death Star or you know like even in knowing full well what anakin's uh you know arc was to handle lightsaber to his son, and have some kind of optimism about the the son of the most one of the most evil people in the galaxy you know being, being able to be, maybe you know, do something to to effect positive change uh sorry i'm rambling a little bit uh, i mean like that that, that to me is going to be a very interesting story to see how he gets from point a to point b yeah, uh, I'm sure they're gonna jazz it up. It's gonna have a lot of action. It's gonna have those standoffs, uh, where maybe you know, may- maybe face to face with Vader, uh, he has those he has those moments to kind of like reflect and realize that it's something that was out of his control,
3: mm-hmm.
0: something that was inevitable. But at the same time, though, it seemed, and I know they never they never say specifically, but it but it, it seemed in A New Hope that, that was supposed to be the first time he had seen Vader in a very long time, Poss- possibly even the first time he had seen him since the transition. Uh, but right. you know, it's I mean, but also we've seen them do things where they kind of like correct uh you know uh correct the lore of uh like the EU and legend stuff by saying again like like Boba Fett is uh a Mandalorian. Right. Tango Fett right. was a foundling. So I mean they can literally do whatever the fuck they want. Um it it's just you know it's it's a weird it's a weird time period and I I I like to see how they're gonna flush them out.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I feel like you're right. Like there was never like Obi Wan. I haven't seen you since that day. Like there was nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. like that. We just assume, yeah, uh, when we put the pieces together that they haven't. So, yeah,
1: I I, th- I think so. There's um, we I've talked you know kind of briefly about this stuff before, but there's a there's a really cool uh, fight in in Rebels season two where Ahsoka sees Anakin as Vader for the first time or realizes the person she's fighting is her former man, former master. And it, you know, obviously breaks her heart and uh, they battle and she narrowly escapes with her life. And uh, that's when she realizes what he's become. And I want that moment for Obi-Wan in live action because he doesn't know what Anakin looks like. He thinks Anakin is dead. He thought he left him for dead. Yeah. So when he, we're going to get to go on this journey with him where he, a realizes Anakin lives and b the straight monster he's become and i seriously i mean i i know i've said it a couple times already just this podcast let alone in others but i i can't uh i can't wait enough for that kind of like real meaty character work to be done with these people that we love so much because you know tv is really in this like huge renaissance period it has been since like breaking bad and stuff like that started happening where we're getting So many good shows and it's just such a it's such a better medium in some respects to be able to tell really fleshed out stories and and really give characters life and value, whereas that can sometimes be very difficult to do in a 90 minute movie or two hour movie. Um, Anyway, we have two more Star Wars things to talk about before we move on. Meaty girthy. (laughs) Meaty girthy. (laughs) Um, This next piece of news should tickle your N64 Nostalgia Bone, they are creating uh, a new Star Wars film, theatrically released film for Rogue Squadron. Boys, boys, boys. That makes me very happy. Uh, This is going to be from director Patty Jenkins, who has done Wonder Woman one and two. She's also done the movie Monster with Charlize Theron, which now feels like a lifetime ago. But that was a great film. Um, Scott, how does this? How does this make you feel?
0: Uh well, I, first and foremost, I have to say that I've never seen a director announce that they were directing something in a way that, that, yeah, sucked, that weird that sucked their own dick so hard, especially considering she doesn't have a dick
1: to suck. Uh, you don't know what she's working with down there. Yeah, I, I mean, assume. I don't,
0: I, I don't. Um, I mean, she what I was, Patty what, Jenkins, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I came home one day, she was stuck in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) what a throwback oh my god dude Uh,
3: (laughs) I mean (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ Uh, I mean
0: it's exciting for a a few reasons obviously those games were incredible um, but those games are all action set pieces and one thing that I think Patty Jenkins does very well is, is put a lot of the action set pieces together yeah. Uh I would say though at the same time though this makes me nervous because as beautiful as Wonder Woman was to look at um you know like it, it was and it was an incredibly well shot film. Uh the effects were done very well. Uh it was very long-winded. Uh so I guess it depends to, it depends on me like what kind of like who who is she teaming up with to write the script for this? Right. Is I'm gonna not be what's, sure is what's what's going to be the most crucial. And we haven't we haven't gotten that announcement yet. But uh I mean God, what is what was it? Uh let me see. Alan Heinberg uh, wrote the screenplay to Wonder Woman and Zack Snyder wrote the story. Uh, so, I mean, obviously I doubt Zack Snyder's going to be involved in this one, <laughs> um, but it's just, it's going to be a, a big, a big part of it's going to be pacing with something like this. There's going to be a, a lot of story to tell. Uh, and the biggest thing, the biggest part I think Wonder Woman suffered from was those gigantic lulls between action set pieces where they, you know, you're not just getting the narrative beat. You're getting like a, a an immense amount of world building that isn't even necessary for the story they're telling. It's not even like self-contained world. Building.
2: Um, yeah. Derek, how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah. Listen, fellas, I never played rogue squadrons. I never oh, played it. No. I never played it. D- did you have uh. an N64? I did. I did. I just never played. I, my parents didn't I, buy me games. My parents didn't love me. They were just <laughs> always yelling all the time. It was <laughs>
1: <a> TCN exclusive. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, really, though, I I never played it. Um, that being said, I, I trust your guys opinions on it. And I've heard many other people say that it was a great game. Um, and, uh, you know, Patty Jenkins, uh, I, I agree with exactly what you're saying, Scott. Like there was was are, are her movies perfect? No, but I think that they're definitely like good enough. They're more than good enough. They're enjoyable. Um, you don't remember them five years out because I can tell you I don't remember a whole lot about Wonder Woman, but I do yeah, remember correct. enjoying it. Um, I remember enjoying monster too, but I don't remember one character's name in that whole movie. Um, uh,
0: Charlie's lady, Charlie, Char Charlize Theron was the
2: the lady with the tooth. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, but yeah, still but that's, 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 that's the not name. a character's name. That's lady with the tooth. You know, we're on the yeah. same boat. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had right in there, her dad was a, a fighter pilot or something. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. all right, I, I guess that. Uh, qualifies her but, in some. Capacity. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> but, but the video of her like in a parking lot with a plane flying overhead, like, did you really pay an airman to do a lap so you could be like?
1: It's the kind of
2: thing that screams
1: of like uh, corporate marketing. Like they, like they were like, oh, uh, you know, what really brought you to this uh, project? And she's like, well, you know, I've always kind of loved like fighter jets, and my dad was in the service. And they were like, oh, great. Great, we're gonna make a whole yeah. segment that's gonna be yeah. self aggrandizing and and, yeah. and 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 blowing your own that. horn. Yeah. This
0: this reeks of a sexist old executive was like, well, we're gonna let a woman direct Star Wars, we gotta we gotta tell them that her dad's dead. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Well, her dad don't yell at her in the military. <laughs> it's like, that,
1: that's a good play. That's a good mark. I mean, it, it,
0: it just it just it just reeks of like it's just 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 let your let your work speak for itself. Don't do a trailer for you, your announcement that you're directing something. Fuck
1: you. Like yeah it was a bit much um you know so this this announcement gets me um there's a lot of potential here for this one too again in the same way that rogue one had potential and Cassie and Andor has potential it's this kind of we're getting another star wars tale that does not involve jedi that's going to be about people on the ground and and specifically Um, You know, if you've played um, squadrons at all, it's uh, it's the single player story is great about the fighter pilots and you'll hear them reference. You know, events that we know have happened, but to these people who are just trying to live their fucking lives, those things don't necessarily matter all the time. You know, it's it's more about like the next battle and, you know, what you've got to deal with when you go home and shit like that. So it's coming out uh, Christmas 2023. Yeah, so it's three years from now. It's a bit it's a ways off. Um, I would imagine if uh, if the covid uh, pandemic doesn't pipe the fuck down, you know, at least six months into 2021, it's going to it's going to get pushed out.
0: But you sound like you need to be like, put into that old folks home we talked about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be I like- mean, I'll, I'll go to an old or-
2: orgy. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's like, it's like a grilled cheese sure. sandwich. Yeah. They have plenty of gray bush in there for you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay. I feel like there's not a whole lot of bush left, no, right? No, Most no, of us no. fall out it's, from the chemotherapy, yeah, <laughs> you know it's
1: oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> I, I, I was this not gonna the go first really time, near I'm sorry that for a joke.
2: This is the very first time it, that I felt oh. bad immediately. <laughs>
1: Did you
0: have you ever laughed so hard that you go lightheaded like? Yeah. I think part of it's that I, I've slept so little, and the other part is that all I had to eat in the last twenty four hours was an entire pizza. All dude. P.S. I love oh, Sleepy nice.
2: Scott. You should get two hours of sleep every episode. This no, you crazy. shouldn't do so that. Far. That sounds terrible for
0: your health. I'm just glad I, that like like w- when I get lost, I'm like I'm like looking I'm side eyeing Derek in his panel, and I feel like he can like hear my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, there's like, there's like twice where I'm just like, oh God, I'm rambling. How do I, how do I stop talking? And then Derek's just like, yeah, well, you know, actually I'm like, thank fucking God. You are, it's it's like, it's like my drunk uncle threw me in the pool and you are my swimmies, bro. You're the only thing keeping me going. I'm so you, thankful dude. you're here. I'll let you float.
1: I, I, I mean, my joke was going to be something a lot, my, up against Derek's fucking just disarming joke. Mine's going to be so much more tame. I was going to say there's probably not a lot of. Like silver foxes, there's a lot of just like you know Chris Kringle bushes, but yeah. <laughs> that that joke just pales in comparison now to the, yeah. the darkness I, I, I... that poured forth from Derek's fucking gullet.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> I just want to make I just want to make it clear that we are not shilling in the name of here for Star Wars. Uh, with 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 Rose Squadron, it's very important to me that, that the focus is on the actual people in, in you know in the x in the Wangs. In the sky, uh, like we, like we don't we don't we don't need to see this giant this giant uh, like story where this where they're like a small part of it It needs to be all about the fighter pilots. It needs to primarily take place in the air. Like I, honestly, yeah. if it was if it was like kind of like a like a, a solo kind of thing where it's like one mission that takes them a long fucking time, like I don't want to see these guys sitting in there in X wings or A wings for two and a half hours straight. But they've got to find some way to to be able to uh, compartmentalize that part of a Star Wars story and have it be all about just these pilots. And I think that's really difficult to do because the, the space battles are always a small offshoot. It's like we talked about how they, do, right. they when they do creature stuff as an entire episode of the Mandalorian. It does even though looking back the crate dragon was well done. Yeah. It, that's not the worst episode of the season by far looking back. Uh, but, yeah. but when you take something that's usually only meant to occupy a few minutes of time or a half hour of time and you extend that you kind of feel it drag a little bit. So they got to find a way to keep it fresh and exciting if it's gonna be about just these pilots in in a, like a space battle or on a space mission for two and a half hours, yeah, like I mean it's I, gonna be a
1: struggle. I, I wouldn't really call it like an upshill battle, but I think <laughs> they oh, have.
0: Fuck! <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to watch back the video of this eventually so I can like try to catch the moment in your eyes when you realize what you're going to say before you say it. And then and then try to just figure out how long you patiently waited for me to wrap up my fucking point so you could say that.
2: Chris is just sitting here like this.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's still talking. I... This guy needs to get some
2: sleep. He won't shut the
0: fuck
3: up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so the uh, last piece of Star Wars news we had to talk about. I have a feeling you guys won't be that excited about it, but it's the sizzle reel for a new show coming out that we've talked about before when it was originally announced called The Bad Batch. And it's about these uh, it's about these this group of stormtroopers who were basically the defective stormtroopers, the ones that didn't come out of the mold quite right. They all have a little (laughs) a little thing here and there wrong with them. I'm just picturing um,
0: the orichai from Lord of the Rings right now. <laughs>
1: just in Stormtrooper armor, it
0: Robert doesn't fit right. Yeah, <laughs> right.
1: I mean, just if that's Strangle what somebody
0: the second he comes out of the cloning machine.
1: Yeah, if that's what you're thinking of, then you're spot on. Um, so uh, I, it's hard to say. I don't. I don't understand from the sizzle reel. Like, obviously, some of this takes place still in the Clone Wars. Um, I have to assume some of it takes place after. Because the last place we saw them, they showed up in the final season of the Clone Wars, as I talked about before. But I won't spoil what happens. Uh, but there's some cool shots in this sizzle reel. At the very least, I mean, they they go to Camino for some unknown reason. And I'm always down to revisit the fucking home of the cloners. I mean, obviously, they're going to. It's where they fucking came from. But um, I don't know. It, it looks. I, I've been saying this for like every fucking Star Wars announcement, but it looks like it could be interesting for the same fucking reason. That Rogue Squadron looks interesting because it's it's these things. it's these big kind of uh, grandiose moments, and then you f- are following these characters who just see it on the peripheral. You know what I mean? So there's like a picture in the sizzle reel of like post order sixty six Palpatine giving orders to troops on a big like hologram, and uh, that that kind of stuff's just fucking cool to me. That's just the stuff I want more of from Star Wars. So, did uh, you guys have any thoughts on this sizzle reel before we? Only things along
2: only that. I hope like something I feel like the movies do wrong consistently consistently throughout uh, is that they make like the Jedi and the force users in general like <coughs> nobody's as strong as <coughs> even the weakest Jedi, which I think sucks. It's boring. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like, you guys remember back? The, uh, I actually just watched it the other day. But remember the old um, the old Republic uh, cinematics and there was like a stormtrooper who like Tackles a fucking Sith Lord and like just happens to like have a thermal grenade in his hand. Like I just oh, want to yeah. see more shit like that. Where like yeah. if a stormtrooper is basically like smart enough or tough enough, he can actually get like the upper hand over a force user. I hope we see that kind of like nitty gritty shit. Yeah. Um, that's really for whatever reason that's where my mind went when I watched it. That's really the only thought I have on it. That I hope we see like like tough dudes like that. Essentially, yeah. I mean it is called the Bad Batch not yeah, the bad bitch which is initially what both me and veronica thought
0: i would I, prefer I, that honestly i think i think the bad batch is a terrible name so it sounds it sounds like it sounds like if they made like a made for tv movie of like breaking bad you know what i mean like <laughs> if if there was like a direct to dvd sequel for for well i guess the netflix one kind of is honestly yeah. that wasn't great <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't bad batch bad but it wasn't great um, stupid name interesting looking show you know what I mean, it, it, looked yeah. to me, it looked to me like uh, like the Clone Wars grow, has grown up a little bit, be a little bit grittier, maybe maybe focused on more of like a teen, like late teen audience. Uh, it looks to me like it might be one of those things like they, they're kind of Harry Pottering it. People grew up watching this like, well, you read all this childish nonsense to get here. Here's here's the young adult book that you get as a prize. You know I mean, like it's right, right. You know, what I mean, like like Harry Potter's one of the series that matured with its
3: audience, albeit not very much, but it did.
2: Yeah. He jerks uh, off in book five, I heard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Harry Potter and the Coom Goblins. You, the, you, 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 can tell, you,
3: you can tell me that Harry Potter
0: fisted his own ass with a chocolate frog, and I wouldn't be able to debate you because I've never read any of those fucking books. I've never. I, I, no, that's a lie. I read the first chapter of the first one. I was like, fuck this. The movie's coming out anyway. I'm not doing this.
1: <laughs> too so, late. So do, you, do you think out of all the times he like spent the night over Weasley's house, he ever found the mom in the dryer and stuck? <laughs>
2: No, because they have magic, duh.
1: Yeah, no, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. she so could just bibbity brute b- 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 <laughs> her
2: way out of that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, b- bibbity bobbity. Ooh, <laughs> uh, all right. B- bibbity bobbity.
3: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, no, but clearly they use they use the Fantasia method of of doing housework. You know what I mean? Because their house was always fucking <laughs> filthy. So you'd imagine they would put like they put the the dish soap. And thought you were going back to the bad, bad on Harry Potter. <laughs> You're like, but no, seriously, me they use you.
2: magic to clean their house. Up. <laughs> seriously, fuck these freaks.
0: No, no, but, but remember, like in Fantasia, where, like, like Mickey Mouse is like, you guys can carry water, right? They're like, mm-hmm, and then it's fuck, right. they fuck up everything. <laughs> I imagine, like, I imagine whatever magic, whatever, whatever you cast a spell into, like, the vacuum, like, you have to vacuum, try to vacuum the house by itself, and it's just, it's it's in the twi- it's in the twins' room, sucking off one of the twins, and you're like, what are you
3: doing?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to isolate Scott's audio, <laughs> you guys can carry water, right? Mm-hmm. And just, and animate it to, like, the actual film. <laughs> oh, God, like, just take a snippet of, like, Mickey Mouse, and then, like, the fucking dream. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, uh, So that was the wrap up for our Star Wars announcements. Uh, the next thing Star Wars we will talk about will be our our main topic, which is this week's Bando episode. Uh, but for now, we have a weird piece of news sandwiched in between. We have a couple. We have like two or three pieces of weird news that don't fit between the Disney shill house of uh, Marvel and Star Wars. It's still Disney. Don't get me wrong. A Time a- to Shill starring Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. That's pretty good. Uh, this is weird news, and I don't want it to happen. And I feel like Derek, at least Derek and I, probably also Scott, will feel the same way about this. Uh, Harrison Ford has officially been confirmed for Indiana Jones Five. Steven Spielberg will not be returning. Instead, uh, James Mangold will be taking over the director chair. So and the film's confirmed to come out in July 2022. So let me just be the first to say, I really wish Harrison Ford would stop making movies. Like, mm-hmm. in fact, I wish I could find a time machine and go back ten years and stop him from making more movies then.
2: Because, yeah, just tell him it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right, Mr. Ford.
1: You ageist pieces of shit. You no, it has nothing to do with his age. He's still a decent actor. It's just it. it He's have like you, south- have, you,
0: have you seen The Way Home yet?
1: No, but I mean why The Way isn't? Home. Is the it that CGI dog? Yeah. It's the dog one?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I haven't seen it either. I was just trying to I was just trying to like oh, okay. be argumentative. <laughs> I was I'm like, bored, oh, okay. bored talking about this. I just want to argue about it.
1: Uh I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, I mean, I, I was I really thought you had seen it for a second, and I was very excited to hear about I mean, the film it, in it, general. It
0: looks like looks like that that movie uh Homeward bound kind of like a little bit, right?
2: Except not good. Like that. That's just a classic fucking masterpiece. Untouchable dude. What was that one? It it was was
0: called, it was called like yellow dog or something like that. It was like this kid's like stuck on an Island with him him and like this, this golden retriever or this,
2: I feel like it's definitely not called yellow dog though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm basing that
2: on nothing. I can't be called yellow dog.
0: let me me search let me search yellow dog like
2: they just then the color of the dog is the the name of the movie
0: yeah
1: (laughs) this movie's called brown dog
0: oh sorry far from home the adventures of yellow dog suck it (laughs) fucking suck it i was kind
3: of right
1: it had a preamble (laughs) on everything yeah um i don't know i just he has he's been i feel like i'm trying to help him protect his own legacy which is so stupid but like he just keeps agreeing to do terrible fucking movies like yeah, we're talking but, about the, He's been in one of my favorite films of all time. I have no reason to like The Fugitive as much as I do, other than the fact that I think it was just a great fucking movie. I have watched that movie so many times because it's the one I can just put on and enjoy no matter what part of the fucking movie it's on. Like it was the guy, the one armed man. It was the one armed man. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like he's just
0: been please doing do that like, again right now. Do it one no. more time for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the time. <laughs> it was it was the one armed man. you got going to find him. You sound like every homeless guy I've ever been cornered on the, on the L train with. <laughs> just, can I have five bucks? It's just me and him, and I have my headphones in, but he knows, he knows it's not loud enough for me not to hear him. And he just keeps
2: talking. <laughs> uh, um, he's phoned in <laughs> every <laughs> performance for the past, like, ten years. Like, everything he's in, you can tell he doesn't want to be there, and it's just like, it's okay. Like, let's just let them get someone else. It's all right, Harrison. Just take a break. He, he did your duty, re- and it's okay to just stop now.
1: Take a break for the rest of your life and go quietly into the great night.
0: It's 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 not the uh, fuck you. That's horrible. This man walked me from a plane crash. You you bite your fucking tongue.
1: You know uh, because he did that, he's gonna die to something real fucking stupid. Dude. Oh, yeah, we right? covered
0: that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm sad. I'm already sad about it. Like I'm
1: already yeah. ready to cry. Like you used up all your fucking mojo on that plane crash, bro. <laughs> like you, yeah.
2: You're gonna, he's go gonna, go gonna out get to like, like a hairline fracture in his big toe. That's just gonna become gangrenous, <laughs> and that's just gonna take him out. Like <laughs> something real dumb. He's going to trip in a parking lot and there's going to be
1: like a nail in the like, it's going to hit just the perfect spot on his temple or something. He's going to have a
0: a final destination moment. It's going to be horrific. (laughs) We're we're all we're all going to reevaluate our own mortality after we read the news article. Uh, (laughs) But but the thing is, like, he deserves redemption, man. Like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was 2008. It was terrible because, first of all, aliens.
1: I was going to say that that the whole movie is just that fucking meme of the dude going aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
0: also, that guy existing and not being beaten to death in the street is just mind-blowing to me. There's so much, <laughs> there's, there's so much, like, not, I'm not <laughs> even kidding, I'm not even what? kidding. There he are, really does, there are so many, there are so many random hate crimes based on gender and sexuality and and race every single day, but that fucking asshole is walking around un- unscathed. That's an injustice. That's criminal.
1: I love the right hand hold, to the hard hold, right hand turn that, that took.
0: Hold, hold him down, shave his head, and then stomp him out like his name's fucking fire. Just- oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. All
1: right. Um, oh wait, oh, to quote to, to me. The, all, oh no. <laughs> oh
3: no.
2: Continue, sir.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I've never seen Indiana Jones. I've never seen any of them. I'm what? Just gonna, I'm just going to say that. Yep. Derek. We're going to watch them even Ron just walked by and said, wow. All right. That's she walked (laughs) by. That's yeah. Never seen any of them.
0: I mean, that's 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 a a watch along trilogy that has to happen. Yeah,
2: we can do it. I I feel like at this time, that's actually going to be interesting because my like theory is that when you don't watch it when you're 10 for the first time, it's probably dog shit. So I I want to be proven wrong. I do but that's how i feel about it.
1: it's a solid theory because i've i've known a lot of people who have seen star wars later in life and i'm like, yeah, i mean unless you saw it when you were younger, why would you give a shit about the, you know, the the effects that don't age well? Yeah. Because I mean,
0: because it's magical in every every yeah, possible way. Like it's I, Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones captures that same like it, it kind of captures the same, like,
1: uh,
2: that cat just screamed at the top of its lungs. That was my son because <laughs> he likes to,
1: he likes to just, you know, walk around the house, just highest pitched noise he
2: can make. All right, that sounded can, like a kitty cat.
0: Can, can relate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but like Indiana Jones kind of has the same magic that Star Wars had, that same quality to it. It kind of feels they all kind of feel like they're like Goonies a little bit, right? He's avoiding, he's avoiding traps, he's looking for treasure. Uh, the problem with with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is that it it jumped the shark so fucking hard. The, up until up until then, it, the the overall theme was uh like religion sort of. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's he's looking for uh you know um the Ark of the Covenant, and then, yeah. then he's then he's the he's, Holy Grail. Yeah, the and, yeah. The, whole, the Holy Grail. Like it's uh Temple of Doom is also about like you know like what's what's uh viewed as more like tribalistic religions like yeah. voodoo, voodoo and things like that and how like they could be grounded in reality. And like, it, it's, it's really interesting. Um, but you, you see like with kingdom of the crystal skull, like that was directed by Spielberg and it's the worst movie Spielberg's ever done. So I don't, I don't it's think it's Spiel- fucking bad. I don't think Spielberg not being attached to this. It means it's going to be bad. I think if anything that gives me more hope for it because it's, it's to me, it's like Lucas in the end where you're just like, Hey man, like you've done a great job so far with wor- with world building. But you're at the point now where nobody Pass the tell fucking you,
2: ball eventually. Yeah, yeah. the fucking ball, man. Yeah, because
0: yeah, like you're 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 Tom Brady. No one's gonna tell you to, to put the ball down. You just have to know when to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you have to know when to take a step back and let somebody else who maybe has a different vision or, you know, just has a, a fresh a fresh set of eyes to put on a franchise to take over and do something with it.
2: Yeah. Um so so Derek, you've never seen any of them, right? No, I've seen bits and pieces, and I know like enough from cultural reference to know exactly okay. how they all begin. Transition and so, end, but Kalima.
1: Kalima. There's two Kalima. things you should know. Okay, I one guess not. Is, Maybe
2: I'm wrong. I, I have no <laughs> idea what you guys are
1: saying. Well, that's that's from inarguably the worst of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, so, second worst. Mm, okay, so there are three of the, of the original trilogy. Some people, and I don't know where Scott falls, but I'm just throwing this out in front Street. Some people will argue one is the best. Three is by far the best of the original uh,
0: yes, trilogy. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay,
1: three, okay, three,
2: okay. three is the best one. Same page, right, virtual that's high rare. Five. Third in a trilogy. Okay. I'm into that.
1: I, I do think that's rare because the third is almost always like at at, at best like yeah. middle child. You know alien, mean? Alien Three. Yeah, you know? and and in this particular case, I I happen to think the middle one is the worst by like a decent margin. Like Temple ah. of Doom is not the worst. That's not like a, a super super bad Indiana Jones yeah. film. It's just not. I don't know. It just yeah. the, the magic of one and three is not. I feel like two had way more like way more memorable moments though. Like it, it wasn't a better film because that the,
0: the overall story and the stakes are not the story isn't as interesting. The stakes aren't as high in temple of doom. Yeah. Uh, but, but like, you know, the, the, the scene with him and short round walking, like sounds like fortune cookies. like they're walking on the bugs and like when they go, when they go to that feast in Peru and they're like just cutting open snakes and eating the live babies out of them. Do like all that shit traumatized me as a kid, but was yeah. like, but it, but it really does show you like, like sounds it's, very an interesting. Exa- it's an exaggeration, but it shows you that like, in other countries, it is totally normal just to pick a beetle up off a table and eat it. You know what I mean? Like it right. was, it was, it was kind of like, I don't know. It was, it was super interesting. I mean, visually, that one's one of the most memorable ones with the whole Kalima. You know, yeah. like
2: the like. The, can I can um, I melt your guys' brains into shit? Just before before we get too far away from the third movie, being the the, the middle child, uh, Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars of all time. It's my oh, absolute oh, yeah? favorite. Yeah, big time. Okay. I know that's like a like like. A lot like everybody really likes Empire and then like the other 30 percent like uh, a new hope. But I just always love Jedi. And I know that's like seems to be everyone's least favorite, at least of the original trilogy. No, I, I, I have a weird order.
1: I, I do like Empire the best, but I like Je- Return of the Jedi second. I like the original the least of the first three films. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. How old were you guys when you saw Star Wars for the first time or when you saw Return uh, of the Jedi for the first time?
1: I don't remember. To be I was probably like you. nine. Okay, yeah, that's
2: that sounds right. Nine, that, ten, something like that.
0: All right, that 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 probably explains it. Can you explain that? What the <laughs> fuck does that mean, Scott? It means it means there's a there's like a, a line drawn. The same people who were of a certain age when they saw Jedi for the first time and found the Ewoks to be endearing and charming. Okay, okay no, yeah, I still yeah, I still sure. don't and, like and, them and, and sweet. Oh, and I love them.
2: Like, I love the Ewoks. I, I don't get yeah. why people don't like them. I really don't understand it at all. And then
0: there's and then there's people like me who, when you see them. Flying through the air after uh, you know an ATSD blows up a tree, you're just like, oh yes. Good,
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I always loved. I always loved uh, Jedi because just that moment at the end, where you really don't know, or at least you're too young to understand film tropes well enough to know uh, whether or not Vader is going to do the right thing or the wrong thing, and then he does the right thing it was so like it was such a fucking like yeah. joyous explosive moment for me that like, I'll never forget that first time I watched it. And so I think I had like the most magical moment with that one. And so it's just always the one I hold the most dear, I guess we really thought we were going to get away from Star Wars. (laughs) huh?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. I
0: would say the empire is my favorite because it ends on such a bleak note. Right. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, but it's like real life. (laughs) I mean, like it to me. It, it is the most. I mean, I know we're talking about a galaxy far, far away, a long, long time ago. But uh, to me, it, it is like one of the most realistic start Like, of co- of course they're gonna fucking lose. Of course, Lando's gonna gonna turn on them. Of course, Han Solo is gonna get captured. Of course, Vader's gonna win. Um. That 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 first initial standoff where Luke and Vader face off for the first time, and there's all that anger and animosity and hatred. Cause Luke watched him kill Ben uh, and seeing, seeing Luke right. tap tap into the hatred and use his hate to fight and then learn that he couldn't win with his hate and ultimately having to like lose and just being helpless and losing his hand and, and backing out there and realizing that his only, his only option aside from fighting with hate and turning the dark side himself is just to commit suicide and jump. And he'd rather jump and risk dying than become what he, like what his father's becoming. And, he, and he's also realizing that's his father right then and there, like that fucking all hits. And you see it like, Mark Hamill's so fucking good, man. It's it's. He
2: really is excellent.
1: I also want to point out our uh, uncanny ability to turn any conversation into a Star Wars conversation. Yeah, it's basically
2: a Star Wars <laughs> podcast.
1: at
3: <this> yeah. point. <laughs> Fuck.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. No, I'm always, were, I wore my my Tie Fighter shirt today, boys.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Very no, nice. they were. Uh, Chris is they also totally wearing a Star Wars shirt. I feel a little I like am. I like I missed the memo here.
1: The nice little
0: you know it's com- the ship comple- completely coincidental that we're wearing. Kind yeah. of sort of matching
2: shirts. I'm just wearing a V-neck, guys, for whoever's it's just coincident- audio only. It's just a V-neck, <laughs> not missing anything. It's purple. It's not a deep V, though. I can't see nip. No. Or a uh, bu- belly no, button just- if you're
1: wearing a J-Lo V-neck. <laughs> <laughs> OK, uh, next piece of news is a bit of a it feels out of left field, considering how much we've been uh, talking about Disney and Star Wars and Marvel. Uh, there's going to be an alien TV series coming to the FX channel from Noah Hawley, Hawley uh Ridley scott uh the of course the original director of the alien franchise is in talks to executive produce it um there's not any information uh yet about release dates but it's it's an interesting one because just before i i, I passed the baton here the 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 rambling baton to one of you guys I, I would imagine an alien show is going to be prohibitively expensive on the physical effects side of things and I'm just very i mean it's fX and I'm not Throwing any shaded effects, they've they their debts were Breaking Bad lived. I mean, they've had a lot of quality series on that channel, and I'm sure they have plenty of money in the coffers to throw at stuff. But I just feel like, I feel like this this series is with with no behind the scenes information that this series is going to struggle to bring to life exactly what it wants to do, and is going to have to compromise, and therefore could end up with either a, a very interesting television show because sometimes great stuff is born out of those compromises behind the scenes or B could just be shitty. And I'm not sure which way I think it's going to go, but, uh, Scott, how do you feel about it?
0: Uh, I mean, I think FX has an incredible track record. Uh, I mean, just look at, look at Legion. That show just wrapped up and from start to finish was like visually and narratively a masterpiece. You know, I never
2: watched it and I heard it was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's uh, the director
2: for aliens too. That's same guy. The Noah Hawley. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, and the fact that this is something
0: that, that they've been kicking around for years and he's, he's, you know, kind of like he played coy about it, like up, up until they actually announced it. But him being attached to it alone, like him, him being the being the like signed on to direct and having and potentially having Ridley Scott come and produce executive yeah. produce. Uh, I mean, as far as practical effects go, like, you know, they have like Fox has a vault full of alien props left over from the last <laughs> 30 or 30 years or so. And what they can't do with old animatronics, they'll, they'll recreate and, and update and make it work. Um, even if this show relied entirely on CGI, seeing, what, seeing how realistically FX uh, uses, uses CGI to, to kind of like add layers to things, especially in Legion, I have no doubt that this, if, if they get the right script together and if they get the right people uh, cast, it will be incredible. It'll, it'll be better than any of the Alien movies we've gotten since Alien. If I'm being honest, nice, uh, but, but it, it is weird because they're saying it's going to take place on earth. There was a novel, uh, a run of books done in like I was in, like, fifth grade. I should, I should have even been reading these books where there's like l- legitimate hardcore sex scenes. <laughs> just like, uh, you
2: totally should have been reading them. I, yeah,
0: I, mean, I mean. was, I was, and <laughs> I, and, some, and somehow I'm not a weeb, you know, like, they talk about, you fucking, made it fucking, baby. <laughs> you
2: survived. You lived. They, they talk about fucking robots. And I'm just like, not for me.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, no, none for me, thanks. Strong wills. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but they had they had a run of books. The first of which was called Earth Hive, about uh, essentially part of LV. What is it, LV forty four crashing? Like a, a a part of it. Like they're they're trying to essentially crack planets, Alpha uh, Dead Space, which I think is where Dead Space get, got some of their mythology from. And uh, you know, part of part part of the alien homeworld uh, or, or the location of the crash ship. Ends up on Earth, and you have aliens breeding in mass on Earth, and there's like essentially just a war, a war for what's left of of Terra, as they call it, right? Um, and that that was an extremely interesting story. If they if they're trying to do something like that, um, I could see it work, but I'm not sure where in the timeline this is supposed to take place. I, I read, I yeah, think yeah, it, it doesn't specify. I I read something that led me to believe that it was going to take place before the original movie. Or sometime between Alien and Aliens, were were, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Ripley's like recovered, and that there's like it's like a 65, was it was a 45 or 65 year stretch, in between those, uh, which is also where the Alien: Isolation game takes place on Sevastopol. So you gotta wonder, you gotta wonder, would this be an opportunity to maybe take Amanda Ripley and give her a storyline? That's a character that we may see the end of, but we've already established that in these new these new cannons they're building. Uh, Disney isn't afraid to to do a prequel and show you what leads up to an event the already takes place.
1: Especially right. if it's something yeah. especially
0: if it's something abstract like, you know, a video game character dying off at the end of a 20-hour a game, which is a great game, but unless you're a diehard fan, you're not making that 20-hour slog start to finish. You're just not doing it.
2: Right. Um is it is doesn't it did, I, I thought I read that it takes place on Earth, which would make It me does. Sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it takes place after, I would assume, right? Because I think the whole plot is that they're trying in the movies they're trying to prevent it from getting to earth it's been so long since i've seen those movies but that would be my assumption the only oh. other thing I, I you know i have to say about it is that uh noah hawley he did um you know he did legion he did um what is fargo, it called? fargo which is apparently very good i haven't watched it yet i i, can, I haven't seen that one either I, I, and i always hear it's really good but yeah me too oh, i can the air, speak right? like, for yeah yeah i think there's a new season Fr- airing this rock's right, on it now soonish Really? really? Uh, see, yeah, sure. If that sounds right. I, I can't argue with it. I don't know. As long as, as long as he doesn't narrate it, like he did in the witch. I think um, the good you you McGregor is in it. I'm too. I'm pretty sure he plays. I think
1: he was at some point.
2: Yeah, but uh, uh, I can speak for the first season of Legion and say that like his ability to direct is incredible. Um, Legion is great because it takes like two totally separate worlds. It takes the superhero world, which is fun and exciting and, you know, breathtaking. And then it takes experimental film and it sort of bridges those two things together really fucking excellently. Um, So all I have to say about it is that obviously he has shown me that he uh, is capable of directing really well. And the fact that um, uh, Ridley Scott is on the um, executive production team. I I think it's going to be cool. I, yeah. I think it's it's kind of destined to do something um, interesting at the very least.
0: Now, in the movies, the main narrative was that Wayland uh, Wayland Yatani, I think it is. Yeah, uh, they they were trying to to capture this alien as an asset to use for warfare, to like to like by, like basically to reverse engineer them. And we see right. that kind of come come to fruition uh, in Alien Resurrection, where they they're they're cloning they're cloning Rip uh, Ripley. Or they clone Ripley to bring her back from the dead, and they extract this queen from her, and they're like, like they're kind of like doing a whole bunch of like weird uh, experimentation and like gene therapy and cloning them and making different variations of aliens. Uh, so it could we could see something like that where it's they they've it takes place maybe in an alternate timeline. Cause they've teased alternate timelines before that would erase uh, that would erase Alien Three from existence. Right. You know, there was there was a rumor a couple years back about. Uh, An a, a rewrite to the series that would kind of do what Terminator Salvation did, where it just no fuck all that shit. This is yeah, what right. actually happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, Neil Blomkamp was tr- attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that did uh, District Nine. Yeah.
0: And in, in that we would have seen uh, Newt fully grown up, like like Newt, like age twenty something, uh, and we would have seen like Ripley a- a- age appropriate, uh, you know, waking up and, and they both they both survive, you know, uh, and. I don't know, man. There's a lot of opportunity here. We don't have any announcements for casting yet, which is going to be the big, right? The big uh, signifier of how much stock to put in this. But there, yeah. there are there are multiple narratives that have been told throughout time that bring the aliens back to Earth. Uh, it, they could be using a source like something from the you know I don't even know if you would call it legends or what you would call it because Alien Canon isn't really that. Like, kept under lock and key like Star Wars is. Uh, it's 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 going to be good. It's, it's going to be good with. Yeah, with I think with, so too. Yeah, it's just, depends on whether you're here for it or not. If you show up for it, you're prob- you'll probably enjoy it if you're a long-time fan. Because, I mean, let's, let's be realistic. If you, sat, if you sat through Prometheus, Alien, Covenant, and all those Alien vs. Predator movies, and you still want more, you'll eat whatever shit they serve you. You'll eat it out of a dog bowl. You'll wear a fucking spiked collar and eat that shit. You don't care. <laughs> There's no dignity left in you, and it's okay. Because, b- big same. Big thing. Big thing.
1: Um, The only thing I will point out before we move on um, is that uh, a conversation with the the, uh, director, Noah, said, as I did with Legion, the exercise is let me take a superhero. Let me take the superhero stuff out of the show and see if it's still great. What's the show about? Let's take the alien out. Uh, What are the themes? Who are the characters? What's the human drama? So um, besides knowing that he did Legion, which I've again, like Derek said, we both uh, well, I've heard is great. I haven't seen it. uh, And that Fargo, which Derek and I have both said we haven't seen. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm just concerned about the budget aspect, but yeah. uh, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. You know, the two real big kind of uh, variables out there are a casting and b proper timeline placement. And who who knows? Maybe that'll be part of the mystery. Of the show is, is when is this taking place? So it could be it could be a lot of interesting stuff done. But moving on, uh, we now have our Marvel section of news and it's going to be Marvel, Marvel, yeah. Marvel. Uh, one other outlier uh, announcement at the end of this, which was big, big excite time. And then we have our Mandalorian discussion. So uh, Christian Bale, who we know is playing the villain in Thor Love and Thunder, Thor four has been confirmed to be playing someone he was rumored to be playing, which is Gore, the God butcher. And uh, Gore is a, a creature who sets out on a mission to kill as literally just to kill as many gods as he can. Like, he's like, can I fucking go murder the Asgardians can, I, you know, um, th- there's been speculation of him being cast as this person before he's got a very comic book look to him, which means that uh, they're probably going to alter his costume quite a bit. It's uh, he's it's very revealing, almost like taking advantage of uh, alien physique there. <laughs> he's got like a fucking just something covering up his little alien bits and, uh, you know, not too much else. Wait, but was he there looks. A, was oh, yeah. Was there, yeah. An, image for, was oh, there wow. an image for this? Not in, not in the doc,
2: but you could just like Google Gore the guy's. He's very up. he's very sexual. Yeah, yeah.
0: he looks pretty cool
1: though.
2: Yeah, he's
0: got that spawn cape going on, but with like with like a weird
1: symbiote vibe to it. Right. Yeah, but like but like you know his everything else like his chest is just exposed and like everything for no discernible reason. <laughs> yeah.
2: He definitely oh, yeah. describes himself as pansexual. That's definitely. <laughs> and I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be excited to hear that.
1: Uh, so, for the those of you who that might hunt. not, for those of you who might not know, which I assume is most people, because this is more of an obscure villain, uh, Gore is a relatively new comic book villain. He was only introduced seven years ago. Um, his he's an alien creature whose homeworld was destroyed, despite his people's prayers to their gods, leading to his spite for the divine. Convinced the gods have abandoned their creations and driven by hatred, he sets out on a mission across the cosmos to kill as many gods as he can. Naturally, bringing him face to face with the god of thunder eventually. So we don't know sort of how he fits into this Thor four puzzle. We know that Tessa Thompson's is back as is Valkyrie. We know that Natalie Portman's back as Jane Foster, and we'll also be donning the moniker of Thor at some point. Uh, and that's, that's really all we have to go off of. So I don't know where he's going to factor in or how it's going to work, but yeah. I'm cool with it because I think Christian Bale's a good actor and I, I don't really care what I, I'm interested to see what they do with him. Marvel has notoriously had a very tough time making good and compelling villains. Could be an opportunity for them to make a really great one. So, uh it's, Scott, how do you feel about it? It's not gonna be. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's fucking not.
0: Cause like the thing is, like I, I get it. Like it's it's that it's it's always a misstep. Where you're like we're just gonna hire this incredible actor, like this method actor, to play this cartoonish, nonsensical villain. Like we've seen it. Like like as as great an actor as Defoe is, and as much as he shined in Spider Man, with 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 you know Worst Boy Toby. He's yeah, still well. he's still he's still laughable when you go back and watch that movie because like it, it's so bad. Like you can put like like Danny DeVito. Sure. Like you can you can be a villain. You're allowed. You're not like you, you don't take yourself too seriously. I've never seen you in anything that like had any um, carried any emotional way or changed my life in any way. I can accept you as you are. Just like just stop, man. Just, just fucking stop. Like this guy is clearly like a power bottom leather daddy symbiote. And the, and that's cool. Like I'm, I'm, it's a new flavor. You know, it's like it's like when you go to Basket Robbins, like there's like I'll try pistachio jalapeno. Fuck it. Like, let's (laughs) I mean, I'm not I'm not going to not try something that that's, you know, I I don't know. I'm so Um, with you.
2: It it feels like there's this like trend of them hiring like an A-list actor as if like hiring them is like, all right, well, that, you know, makes up for all the work we didn't put into writing this character. It's (laughs) like Kate Blanchett in fucking Thor Ragnarok. It's like, oh, she's in it. And then you see her, it's like, oh, that's Kate Blanchett. And that's yeah. it. That's like you yeah. don't remember the character. What was her name? Hela? Was that it? Yeah. Hera? Something like that? She 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 destroys uh
0: Molniere. She is is almost solely responsible for the destruction of Asgard, but still you don't feel like she's even a real villain.
2: Yeah. All she does all she does right. is kill
0: all she does is kill nameless, faceless Asgardians with like like these weird telekinetic swords. That's all
1: uh, and wears the fuck out of that costume, am I right, boy? Sure, I mean, I mean, sure does. Yeah. God, she is just just crazy to look there's, at. There's
0: there's no way you wouldn't accidentally cut all of your body open trying to fuck her in that thing, but you still try. <laughs> but I would take that risk, oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah, it's worth it. it. It would essentially be like trying to like trying to like fuck the Great Barrier Reef. Like there's so much sharp, pointy <laughs> fire coral. Like you're just like, but it's so pretty. You're just like, I it's it's worth. I got to
2: it. do it. I got got to put my dicks in.
0: Yeah, it's consensual. <laughs> In this scenario, Kate Blanchett is, is into, is into killing me while I fuck her with her, with her sharp pointy costume. Uh, but in, in no movie is it, is it more painfully obvious that, that they did, they put effort into casting and none into writing than in fucking, what is it, uh, Miss, God, what the fuck is it? Fuck. Brie, Brie Larson, unbearable, awful. uh, Jude
2: Law. uh, What is (laughs) it? Brie Larson, unbearable, awful. Jude Law. Uh, God, what the fuck, see, right? Uh. It's not Miss Marvel. It's um... no, no,
0: no. But it, it might as well be. <laughs>
1: what is it?
2: Captain Marvel. Captain first of Marvel. Marvel.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like this, like that. Like, again, like you, you. I understand wanting to have Jude Law be a part of the MCU. I get it. But you're gonna, you're really gonna. That, that's what you're gonna do with them. That's all you're gonna do with them. Like if you're gonna hire these actors that are like aaa list actors that just for showing up get paid more than half the other castmates. You might you might as well utilize them and actually write a compelling narrative. Yeah, that's their an contribution,
2: antagonist. just sucking up the budget. That's what they're yeah. there for. <laughs>
0: yeah, and and to me, to me, like it's hard for me to imagine Christian Bale not being just an unbearable dickhead on set. Like, like I was gonna,
1: oh, you're stealing my joke right now. Same page, same page. I was gonna say, how many no, no, lighting by, guys?
0: By, by by all by all means, take take it, have it, one. You earn it. (laughs) You wait patiently.
1: Yours might be yours. might be different. So we'll see. Uh, I was just going to say, let's take a a bet on how many sound guys he destroys on the set of this film. Like how many people's lives do you think he actually just crumbles with his bare fucking hands because they walked past him while he was doing a take for Gore, the God Butcher? Yeah, Like, I can't wait for him to get in the middle of a rant and realize he's ranting about being a comic book character villain called Gore, the God Butcher. And maybe he has an awakening inside and realizes that it's all for naught and he should be a nice fucking person. Yeah. How much sh- like
2: secondhand alcoholism has he caused, do you think? <laughs> like, just like crew workers who go home and they're like, maybe just one drink on a Tuesday isn't the worst thing in the world. And then like six months later, yeah, it's just fist, like
0: they're fist fighting their wife in a Walmart parking lot. It's like <laughs>
2: yeah. All because of bail, baby. That's what he does. Yeah. Stresses uh, you out. Be-
1: for him, they should have just done what they did for Jude Law. Since you mentioned it, they should have made him something like 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 Jude Law's name was literally Marvel. Why don't we call fucking Christian Bale like Disney and he'll be the fucking like, <laughs> villain of this film? He just—it's a way to dump the money, like you said, it's a way to dump the. We have two hundred thousand dollars for this part that takes three seconds on screen. So which actor can we throw it at? Cool. Yeah. The, All right, I'm done. The,
0: the the real question I have, and I think the only question that really matters right now. The only question that needs to be answered is what movie was Christian Bale filming when he lost the shit on that lighting guy like or the craft services guy or who? Like, oh,
2: I forget. I mean, it, look was, it, up. it was the Dark Knight, wasn't it?
0: I, I don't know. I, I hope I hope so. But there's, there's there's no answer that makes that reaction reasonable to me at all. Like, no. like, that after I saw that. Like, I honestly think that's part of the reason I couldn't get into the Dark Knight Rises as much and why I had it was against- Terminator.
1: Oh, really?
2: Terminator,
0: okay. Really? Yeah. And all of really? his
2: co-stars came forward, like he's actually a really nice guy, but no crewmates yeah. came forward and said he's yeah, yeah. a really yeah. nice guy.
0: No, but, but also, imagine having that reaction on what is inarguably the shittiest Terminator. Keep in <laughs> mind, Terminator 3, Dark Fate, and Genesis all exist. But your Terminator yeah. is still the worst. You're a cunt.
2: <laughs> You're a fucking cunt. Dark Fate was so bad, wasn't it? Oh <laughs> I, my god. I,
0: I didn't hate it as much as Salvation, if I'm gonna be honest.
2: Okay. You just also, don't like Sam Worthington, huh? I mean, I really who does? I really, I
0: really don't. Like, some, somehow, like, somehow, as, as emotionless and, and dry and bland as, as Sam Worthington has been, he, yeah. isn't, he isn't convincing as a robot either. Like, it's just like, <laughs> how do you?
2: <laughs> you know what's crazy? If you go to any gas station, someone that looks like Sam Worthington works there. Every single gas station in America.
3: Just
0: like kind of handsome, but not enough to be famous. And you're like, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. You're like,
2: can I get 20 on three? And you're walking away like is that fucking Sam Worthington. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it might be. <laughs>
1: he's the, he's the he's the Django Fett template for Hollywood actors in on on oh, like God. actual earth. Like you're, they just... you're,
0: you're right, though. He is.
1: <laughs> uh, who's who's the Bad Batch versions of, of Sam Worthington? Who's like the rejects?
0: I mean, I don't I feel, have an answer. I, I, feel like Sam, I feel like Sam Worthington is both the template. <laughs> yeah. But like Sam Worthington is a template for like every Skyrim character you've ever, you've ever made before you like gave them actual features. that Holy gave them
1: personality. shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, he's he's like, oh, to tie into a, a future news article, he's the the Commander Shepard before you actually like pick the Commander Shepard that you want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, well, not, like, they're all soft features and they're all like they're all fine. They're all good. If you're in a yeah.
2: rush, you he's just hit, like you just squared around it like, at the same time. Yeah. It's really, like I'm, yeah. I'm
1: playing, I'm playing first person only this one. Doesn't even matter what it looked like. Just push start. Let's go. The, the non-offensive white protagonist <laughs> that they just throw on the box cover to get, you know, <laughs> get you in the door. Oh shit. All right. Um, moving on. Anything else to add? No, I think oh, it's, probably, it's probably best yeah, to yeah. that. That Really, really hijacked That
2: one,
0: huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> So this is the Marvel equivalent show list off Uh, for, you know, like we did earlier for the Star Wars stuff. Um, A lot of these I don't have super huge thoughts on. So we'll I'll list all the shows and then we can each give some varying thoughts on them. Um, OK, so first up, we knew we talked about this quite a long time ago. I do not recall the episode number, but she Hulk, uh, the actress to confirm she Hulk has been confirmed to be. Tatiana Maslany. Uh, who is someone we had rumored to be playing her. I think it might have been like the first or second episode is very early on. Uh, Tim Roth is returning as Abomination and Hulk himself, uh, Mark Ruffalo will be appearing in the series directed by Kat Koiro and uh, Anu Valia. Never heard of either of them, unfortunately, so I don't know their their past work, but that's the She-Hulk news. Don't uh, really care too much outside of a confirmation of who's playing her. It's It's kind of cool that Tim Roth is coming back. I think the Incredible Hulk is a bad movie. So I don't care all that much, but he was, uh, I don't know. Might surprise you to, to
2: hear this, but uh, a lot of people feel that way about the Incredible Hulk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> a lot of people didn't
2: it. like that movie. Crazy, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. For me, co- continuity is a problem. So I'd rather
1: not even acknowledge
0: that Tim Roth exists in the MCU. Oh,
1: I forgot your burning hatred for anything that crosses continuity lines. Yeah,
0: yeah, but well, because like, if we acknowledge that Tim Roth exists, we have to acknowledge that, that Edward Norton is no longer the Hulk. I just i i i didn't find anything about Tim Roth's portrayal of abomination to be noteworthy, even. So I go, no. I don't give a fuck. Like like they're just bringing they're just bringing them back because they're like we can, we need we need we, need, <laughs> we you know can. I mean? like so we, we're we gonna. Need, Yeah, we need we need something to, to rope people into this because it's clearly not something that the fan base has been screaming for. Right. Like we, like, no, we don't even. I wouldn't even sit through a Mark Ruffalo fronted Hulk show. I don't think. Why the fuck am I going to care about She Hulk?
1: Well, it 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 really it's follows like, Marvel's early film formula of have the bad guy be the dark version of the good guy Uh, i mean they literally did it for every iron man had fucking war monger incredible hulk had abomination Uh, captain america arguably red skull is a byproduct of the russian super soldier serum or not russian not uh, a german super soldier yeah um and that's a trope that i can't fucking stand is the bad guy is just a bad version of the good guy. Like, I understand why it exists and I understand why it's been used, but it's so tired at this point. And I don't think there's a way that you can make that feel new because there's no imagination to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of plays into my hatred of that film. Also, the Ed Norton thing kind of annoys me. I mean, this is Marvel trying to go, Oh, look, Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth are going to be here. So remember, show up for it. watch it. He's really the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I don't, you know, fucking whatever. I mean, what happened to Liv Tyler? Is she coming back? Wouldn't yeah, mind seeing her yeah. pop up.
0: Yeah, honestly.
1: It just L- uh, Let's just L- smooth Liv things t- over with the rest L- L- of the L- L- family. You know L- L- what, what I mean?
0: Wasn't, wasn't uh, her character canonically supposed to be She-Hulk? Was it, I don't what, know. Because well, oh her father's the general whose name I can't think of right now because who the fuck uh, Thunderbolt. Ross, yeah, yeah, Ross yeah 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 something, general something. who gives a fuck yeah uh his daughter yeah. <laughs> his daughter i think at one point did, Ross, yeah Yeah, his daughter i think in the comic books at one point did become a variation of the hawk which was like this ultimate iron because he had been chasing the hawk for years right
1: i'm not sure uh, I'm, I'm either i couldn't I'm, tell you I'm,
0: I'm either like like it's it's either a weird lucid dream that i've had over the course of the last 10 years uh it It just keeps coming
2: back i don't know why. yeah or
0: or, or it actually exists i don't have time to google it right now but
2: that's why i think you should always be sleepy scott i just think it makes things more interesting you say things and nobody can really like dispute them so we're just like yeah there's some value to that i'm sure (laughs) yeah uh okay so i'll move on while he looks that up uh the next piece of news
1: was actually something that interested me so they are going to have a show called secret invasion which is something we thought would be saved for a big film kind of crossover. Secret invasion was a big comic book crossover when it happened. Uh, as we all know, the scrolls can shapeshift from, from captain Marvel. Uh, th- that was a big thing in the Marvel universe. It was basically like a, who's secretly a scroll type thing. Um, it, it was a big comic book event where some of the, even some, even of the Marvel heroes turned out to be scroll impersonators. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, the ring back Samuel L. Jackson um, as Nick Fury, of course, Ben Mendelsohn's coming back as uh, Talos. And I kind of liked his character a whole lot from Captain Marvel. Uh, it was one of the better parts, in my opinion. And, and I'm always here for the practical makeup that they use for those scrolls. They were pretty cool looking. So I'm actually. Um, I was a little surprised when I heard the announcement that they were making this a show, because, again, I figured this would be saved for a big movie crossover, something to tie into the next phase. However, I'm happier that it's a show because they can give more time to all of the the massive magnitude of shit that happened uh, in the secret invasion kind of crossover. And if they can get cameos from enough bigger Marvel stars, this could be kind of a a big deal of a show. Um, I don't know, but that's I don't there's not a whole bunch to go off of here besides the announcement of the show and those two people who are in it. uh, So we don't know when it takes place. Timeline-wise, none, none, none of that shit. So, um, Scott, how do you feel about Secret Invasion? Uh, I'm really not
0: excited whatsoever. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely under, underwhelmed mm-hmm. by it. Uh, you uh, just put Derek at a, at least half mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. for, for, yeah. First and foremost, let, let, me, follow up. Like nine, let me follow I'd up say. by saying that uh, Elizabeth Ross is the daughter of uh, General <laughs> Thaddeus E. Thunderbolt Ross or a.k.a. General Who Gives a Fuck. Uh, she, she has on, undergone multiple transformations including the anti-heroine Red She-Hawk or She-Rulk. I'm not kidding. They called her She Rulk. R-U-L-K. I hate everything. I wanna go walk out into traffic, but I don't live on a busy highway. So I'm I, it would be a long walk to get to traffic. So I guess I'll just <laughs> you, finish the podcast. You just you
1: just gotta want it bad enough. You, you
0: can, yeah, yeah. You, can yeah. you can find a yeah, car sprint you like. to the nearest I'm, highway. I'm I'm like <laughs> half a mile from Del C Drive. There's no way I'm sprinting <laughs> barefoot that far. I'll step on something and then get bored and turn back. Um uh, to, I don't know, dude. Like the uh, secret invasion or secret wars, whatever you wanted to call it, I, I thought would be something that would work well in Phase Four uh, yeah. as, as like an overarching narrative. It could be an interesting way to tie things together if they do, if they didn't make it so in your face. You know what I mean? Like having having uh, it it also gave them a chance to wipe the slate clean with certain characters, uh, to explain away certain characters who are no longer with us, like uh, T'Challa. Yeah. Uh. Or or to you know if they wanted to at some point, which I I think inevitably they will bring back Robert Downey Jr. in some capacity because he's gonna need that paycheck and their franchises are gonna be dwindling. Um, I don't know, man. It, it to me it, it as a series it's it's underwhelming because they are gonna have all those cameos undoubtedly. It's gonna be a, a contractual obligation. Everyone wants to stay a main staple in the MCU, but it's gonna be more of the Mandalorian thing where it's just like it's because of these people people are only signed on to do X amount of episodes. Everything's going to be so compartmentalized and it's, it's not going to feel like a giant story. It's going to feel like, like, like agents of shield to me. You know what I mean? Like, like whenever they had like a, a crossover on a show like that, or like something in the fucking arrow verse or some bullshit, it was always just like wrapping everything up in a neat little package at the end of an episode or two. So they could just move on and, right. and, keep, and keep that, that guest appearance self-contained. And to me, that's just not, that's not something you should have to keep in mind when you're interested in crafting an interesting story especially one like this that had the the grand scope of this could have serious ramifications for the entire MCU. Uh, This is something I would, I would have been excited for, but this I'm I'm already disinterested just
2: Mm -hmm.
0: hearing that it's a TV show.
1: Fair enough.
2: I just don't care about Nick Fury. Like I don't, I, I, I never liked him as a character, like out of all the like secondary and tertiary characters, he was always my least favorite. I can't stand Sam Jay in 95% of the roles that he's in. He's just the motherfucker guy. That's all. he. No, really? He just shows up. He's overpaid. And they, he just says motherfucker. And people love it for some reason. They've I would say that Nick Fury is basically PG Sam Jackson. Like, yeah. Just normal Sam Jackson. PG. That's what I mean. Like, And it's been like 20 years now. He's doing the same thing. Nobody's caught on to it somehow. I don't understand it. I mean, no, we all um, know. We all know. <laughs> so like, I don't, you know, whatever. This is totally in the like fucking Z list for me. <laughs> Um, Not that I won't check it out eventually, but it's not like of the very few of these that I'm anticipating. This is on the the fucking bottom of the list. It couldn't get further down.
1: Fair, fair. okay. I mean, I, you know, like we talked about, um, some of these are just not going to do it. Even for me, some of there's one on this list that we're about to get to that. I'm like, fucking really? Okay, You you did that. So there's there's two shows coming up that were all basically related to Iron Man. Surprise. Marvel was finding more ways to sort of, you know, yep. pepper the field with things related to Tony Stark, even uh, posthumously. So the the first one I'm slightly interested in, only because I know who the character is. The second one is the one I can't fucking stand. So the first series is called Iron Heart and it follows uh, just Dominic uh, Thorne is the actress who was cast to, in, to play or portray Uh, riri williams who is uh basically like a young uh teen inventor she's like a genius she invents her own suit of armor that's basically iron man in the comic books i I didn't read her whole arc but i know what happens So, so tony stark is i don't know if he was lost or in a coma or something but he basically programmed an ai of himself uh and it was like a fail safe plan and she kind of stumbles upon it somehow. Again, I don't remember specifics. So, mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool because in her suit, her AI is Tony Stark. And he's sort right. of like helping her. It's essentially kind of,
0: essentially Edith,
1: Even in right. Death I'm the Hero. Exactly. Um, so, and, and he, so she literally has Tony Stark in her ear in the comic books and is able to like kind of be her mentor, even though it's an AI. But I mean, you know, obviously it's Tony Stark tech, so it's pretty advanced. Um, and it, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it could be cool. Um, I, I, that of the two of those, that's the one that I don't hate. <laughs> I think yeah. it could be kind of neat. I thought Ironheart was, uh, if you Google Ironheart, there's some cool images De- they definitely did some unique things with the series again. Uh, much like, much like the, the gore, the God butcher stuff. Uh, this is, this is very recent. Like Ironheart happened, you know, less than 10 years ago. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a newer offshoot storyline. So do we have a release date for Ironheart? No. Okay, good. Uh, they just announced it's coming. They didn't say when. Okay.
0: My only my only concern with this would be that it's just too soon. Tony Stark just died. Yeah. I, th- I think I think we all need a, like a slight reset button on the the Iron Man vibes in the MCU. Yeah. I mean, like it just it's. I think that it is an important character. It is cool to, that we're going to see representation. Yeah. Uh, especially like for for like you know you know young people of color in the MCU. Uh, but it's just it's just too soon to reboot that character. Yeah. I mean, like it's. 100% agree. It just it just needs a little a little bit of time to breathe. Like I could see that on the slate for like, you know, 20 2023, 2024 and be excited to watch it. Uh, yeah. But it's just like with we're getting beaten down and battered with constant announcements of new shows and movies and it's just it, it, Yeah. it's it's too we, much at all at once. It's hard to get excited was, about anything cuz there's so much all at once and it's yeah. like Yeah. You kind of It is a it, bit
2: overwhelming. Yeah. yeah it's well, very you, overwhelming. You
0: you yeah. kind of view it as like how much of this is going to be good if they're creating all this at once. No. But then but then you have to like kind of like take take it back a minute and realize, all right, well, they're probably announcing like a four to five year slate as they usually do. Yeah. They're kind of just updating it post Corona because all the things that should have been out already have been postponed a full year. So so it seems like a lot because we're, we're getting updates on stuff that was already slated to have been released by now or very, very shortly. And then we're also getting the projection of the normal, like three to four year cycle that they're announcing on a semi yearly basis.
1: So It, it is, it is also just saturation on top of saturation though, because it's not like the, the phase four films are getting pared down at all. Like we still have all the phase four films coming out and now we have all these Disney plus shows coming out and it's just, it's a lot of shit. And I, I get, I, don't get me wrong. I love superhero stuff. I don't think the genre is dying. Like Derek does. Uh, <laughs> uh, even with, to the this, even of with this
2: dying breath of like, we have 10 shows. You still don't yeah. think
1: maybe it's on its way out. I am I'm, yeah. t- I'm entirely
0: with Derek on this one. Like this is like, there's some stuff I'm excited for, but it needs it needs to fucking end. It need it's
2: too much. Even with like, all right, you guys know how I feel about Marvel. Even with Star Wars that I love, announcing ten shows at once is like holy oh,
1: shit. I, it's a it's a lot. I, I 100 percent
2: agree.
1: I I I legitimately expected Disney to go. Oh, we're making Ahsoka and maybe one other thing. Yeah.
0: And that
2: would have um, been great. I, this is way yeah. too much. All I wanted I, was an Obi
0: Wan trailer. Like, that's all I wanted. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't even care if it was all just like deep faked. I just wanted to see you and McGregor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I would have watched a fan made, clearly fake trailer. Like, I'm just all comp footage from like the original prequel trilogy. And I would have been happy with that, even. I just want to see, I
1: want to see McGregor. M- M- I want McGregor. I want McGregor's. I want McGregor's. All right. Uh, so, so, Ironheart and then the. the- <laughs> The second one coming out related once again to Iron Man is Armor Wars. A fucking I what? I don't know. Why is this happening? Who fucking knows? Much like the the Black Widow film. Don Cheadle where, said yes. That's
2: yeah, no what's well, happening. They got Much a B-lister like the, to say yes. So they yeah. went through with it.
1: Yeah. And the same vein as the Black Widow film where I don't give a fuck about her character because we've seen enough of her in the movies to put together a character arc and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Don Cheadle returns as James Rhodes aka War Machine in Armor Wars uh, an original series coming to Disney plus a classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's name drop worst fear coming true what happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands I don't know all three of the Iron Man movies like we've fucking <laughs> seen this yeah. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it yeah. I'm so annoyed at this announcement Look, this, I, uh, this could have been an,
0: an, a one off episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier you know, I'm like seeing, yeah. seeing, seeing them deal with the yeah. repercussions. Like, like what, well, like un- it's unnecessary. I love that. It, I'm like, glad to see him make it, to get a paycheck, but not, not like this. The cool he turning, is great. Yeah, turning, yeah, I felt uh, bad when I called
2: him a B-lister because he's an excellent actor, but this is yeah, just a classic yeah. case of like, I hate when a story can't let a fucking character just die. Like, yeah. and I hate it even worse when they want to kill the character and leave them alive at the same time. It's like mm-hmm. Tony Stark, y- you killed him and it was cathartic for a lot of people. And it's like, All right. So just let him be dead now. Not every new story has to trace back to like, oh, but something Tony left behind for blah, blah, blah. And Peter's wondering if he will live up to Tony. It's like, all right, he's dead. Like, it's okay. Let new actors, let new talent, new characters, new interesting things fill that vacancy that you made with his death, which, again, a lot of people considered a great death. So let let him die. Like, stop making. I don't know. It just seems lazy to me. It's like they're taking. Uh, formula that worked for them and you know, they they, they have a fucking closed loop on it, but now they're trying to like reopen it to like siphon off of it. Just let it be what it was.
1: It's really annoying because it's it's like, they're not starving for material to work off of. So it's, it's really just like they're turning, (laughs) they're turning like a subplot thread from any of the Iron Man films into like a full series. Like what happens if it's just, it's, it's grinding on me so hard in this particular instance that I'm not, sure why because it just feels like on top of iron heart whatever new kid in a suit of armor like sure it's tangentially related to Tony stark but like it's he's not going to be the focus she didn't have a fucking relationship with him we're not gonna have to deal with that spider-man i was okay with because that was the first film after he died and he was a mentor figure so of course it's going to impact the storyline of his film is how he's dealing with it um That no just like fucking i don't i don't give a shit what war machines doing after endgame i really fucking don't and i'm (laughs) not not trying to be a dick here but like just send him off into the sunset he lived a happy uh crippled but not really lifestyle with those legs he's he's having a good time drinking some scotch i don't fucking know like i don't i don't need to know
0: we all know what he's doing he's standing behind somebody else who's an a-list hero and backing them up like that's that's what he's like like like, let's be honest like let's 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 no. Don't even wow me like that's it. Like no, I Indian agree. Effect. I'm just saying that was like really blunt.
1: <laughs> I, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Derek probably was again probably put him a little closer to midnight there. Okay. Well, uh, I, yeah. I, thought,
0: I thought I thought you guys were really giving me the silent treatment as if like oh No, man. no, you, no, no. You said something. You said something mean about Don Cheadle. I'm like, well, I love Crash. Let's let's calm down. uh
2: No, no, but but it's just it's Crash is a great fucking movie. Yeah.
0: The it's the thing is that there's so many there's so many characters and so many stories out there that I would love to see them get the jump on and put all the resources into. Yeah, Uh, one of which we're talking about next, which is the Fantastic Four reboot. Uh, You know, subtle segue. Uh, I don't I just don't think there's a story to tell here. I think it's just. It's literally just, hey, remember this guy, you know, what I mean, like for, for the for the very few people who are diehard fans. Great. But I remember playing like the Capcom versus Marvel games back in the day, and I thought War Machine was something that they just made up I'm like, oh, it's it's like for when two people want to play Iron Man, but they don't want to get confused as to who's who. You know what I mean? So they have like this great at, like grade out version of of Iron Man. So you can both play your favorite character and then not get all, con- not get all confused and, and like whatever whatever the video game equivalent of Vertigo is with it with your uh, Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I should have reorganized these because I was doing the tra- I was waiting for the trailers for last, but uh, uh, okay. That's that's why I was kind of doing them out of fucking order. But I did skip the Fantastic Four thing. So let's cycle back because you mentioned it. So. After, like, literal months of speculation, uh, we know that they are finally bringing Marvel's first family, as they love to fucking call them, uh, to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They are releasing this film uh, in an undisclosed year because they didn't fucking tell us, and it's coming from the director of Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man Homecoming, John Watts. Uh, They have not released anything besides the logo, so this is going to be one of those quick hit fucking... Uh, news uh, topics to talk about, but cool. I mean, we we all figured it was fucking coming when the Reds came over. I I don't particularly care or like the Fantastic Four all that much. Like, I don't
0: care. You you said the first family; they're honestly the worst family. Yeah. Awful. awful. burn! Yeah,
2: Yeah. At this point, like my image of them is so tarnished. There's no way that I can enjoy this. Yeah. Like, like Fan Fourstick was the worst thing that ever happened. It was the worst movie. Did you guys see it? I hope you didn't. It's really Wait, bad. One? The, the, the re, most the recent reboot? one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was oh, terrible. Yeah,
0: yeah. The only good thing that comes out of these movies is that we'll get to see Dr. Doom realize. Well, uh, will it, we?
2: Because they thought that about Fanforstic and it didn't happen. Fanforestick? That's how they stylized it. So that's what I'm going to call it forever. <gasps> <A>, okay?
1: Wait, <laughs> fan, fan it? it was the way they wrote the Yeah. The
2: yeah. If you just out, look had, up like, the title, it has a four in okay. okay. the middle instead oh, okay, of an a. It's okay. It's terrible. Okay.
0: Okay. I got gotcha you. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I think Doctor Doom is one of the most interesting Marvel villains of all time. Honestly, yeah, I, I've, I've always loved the character. He's I even loved, I, I even loved his portrayal uh, in in the original Fantastic Four movies, even though those movies were just god awful. Yeah, you could you could have showed us Galactus, but you gave us a giant swirling space tornado. Fuck you, you you wasted your CGI budget on that horse shit. Yeah, like like we we all saw uh, Mission to Mars and were pissed off by the giant red tornado on that shit that you followed it up with the fucking the Lactus tornado. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. Like Dr. Doc, Doom's cool. The fantastic four are boring Ben, Ben, uh, has some, some interesting personality traits in, in the comic books.
1: He's got some shit to work through for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, Johnny's Johnny's like is essentially Deadpool without half of the, the subtlety or
1: nuance. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that's accurate.
0: Yeah. Uh, Reed Richards is just, I don't know. He's like, he's, good guy stretchy man like it's just it's there's such bland he is characters. the most boring
2: character ever <laughs> written in all time my yeah, god
0: yeah, yeah yeah like i don't know At he's more of a boy scout
2: than good guy stretchy man from now on <laughs>
1: good guy stretchy man he yeah, i
0: mean he, like I'll, I'll i'll give you that though captain america I, i'm a huge fan of chris evans but captain america is usually written as like again like the unsalted the unseasoned broccoli of superheroes yeah, yeah. uh and somehow Reed Richards makes him look like he's cheddar broccoli bites. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, you, like you drench that shit in cheddar cheese, and you get some ranch fried on it? there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh man! Like, suddenly this is this is this is fantastic compared to this other thing. Um, can and I if, just say,
2: even though I don't like Captain America, Chris Evans, what a honey. What a, yeah, what a, uh, what a hunk uh, of yeah. meat. My oh, God. Yeah. Such him, a big way for him did, to start graying, is what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: him, being, him being cast as Buzz Lightyear, too? Oh, boys. Oh, Oh boy. yeah,
2: I forgot about that.
1: Well, I didn't even put that in the doc, because we had too much other shit to talk yeah. about.
0: That, that's why all I'm going to say is, God damn. God damn. All right. Yeah. To infinity and beyond is where my boner's going. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, God, that's gross. Uh, Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, and if, you, if Jessica Alba can't make Sue Storm likable, then who the fuck's gonna? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that just kind of that that's a pretty much sums it all for me. None of these characters are are extremely noteworthy, likable. But I thought the same thing about Iron Man before I saw Robert Downey Jr. take on the mantle. Uh, so who, who knows, man? It could it could be one of those things where casting really does carry the movie. But it's I think that's going to be everything because they, none of their stories are particularly interesting. Yeah. When, you're, when you your anti- when when your antagonist outshines your entire foursome in every single iteration, like there's a problem with with the root of these yeah. characters
1: that I mean there there's some good character traits to the these four again th- they, like the personality things they have to suffer through they kind of have some of the same problems that like the mutants suffer through in the comic books like social alienation and stuff like that I mean um, especially with the thing
3: yeah,
1: yeah. And, and human torch has some stuff with that but he can switch it off you know well but, they're kind of uh, like
0: rock stars though like they have all the right right the, the, yeah. they're kind of like the polar opposite of mutants where mutants are hissed at and like yeah. Rejected by society, the Fantastic Four were celebrated. Ben, right. you, see, you see like certain moments where Ben is kind of like really down on himself because people ostrac- treat him differently. He's yeah. kind of ostracized. But right. I feel like they're they're just boring, they're just like hero worship mutants. Like that's that's yeah. how I would sum up the Fantastic Four. Take everything you yeah. say about the X-Men and remove it, and you have the Fantastic Four. And
1: really, <laughs> you gotta think about it, like, why? why do the general public in the Marvel Universe like how are they okay with the Fantastic Four because they got their power through cosmic radiation but just because the mutant powers come from genetics they're like no fuck this guys treat them like those guys are the worst oh my god oh my god (laughs)
2: Well, in fairness, it was an allegory for race relations. But just the way you said
1: that, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I
2: imagine it was shocking. I know what you mean, but. Yeah.
1: No, the, the point was to be shocking with it because, yeah, I mean, there's no mistaking it. They The. They treat mutants an allegory for racism. I mean, in yeah. every faction of how they deal with it, like yeah. they do like mutant only schools, like yeah. really bad shit that references, yeah. you know, racism. So I, I apologize if that was startling to anybody, but that was a little jarring, should, but but I, you, I should, you, should, you should know that it was, you know, made with only reference intentions and not, you should know that we're not, Whatever. I'm just gonna stop talking. Anyway, no, no, no. Uh, keep digging yourself into a hole. Just keep yeah, yeah,
0: explaining, yeah. And, explaining I, I can, and explaining. I'm gonna put the shovel As noise the in the sweet, podcast. Like tr- so, so, so you're not you're not excited about the Don Cheadle Disney Plus show, Chris?
2: Go <laughs> oh <on. laughs> no. We did ba- kind of bounce around a little bit. Can I listen? Can I? I I gotta pee, man. It's been almost two hours. I gotta do okay. it. I was trying yeah, to make well, I'm it.
1: I'm gonna. i to cover it. one one series that I know you will have nothing. Good to say. About I don't even know, you I need to know what to. it is.
2: I trust that you know me well enough that I probably right. don't. Ready? Break. Um, so the last uh, show for the
1: Disney announcements that we didn't cover was the I am Groot animated show. I could not care any less. Yeah. Can we do nothing but make raspberries to describe this show? <laughs> like much like Groot only ever talks by saying his I, own name.
0: Yeah. I don't want to talk about this at all. Like, I don't. I don't. I'm glad I'm glad that we're that you're on the same page about that because it's
1: yeah um they're doing it's so I mean I'll explain what it's going to be to kill time until he comes back from taking I mean, a piss but
3: mm.
1: I mean baby groot is going to st- they specifically said baby groot which look we didn't we weren't podcasting when Guardians of the Galaxy 2 came out but I hated the fact that they made Groot a baby in that film uh so much that it was it was palpable. Like I I have like Derek levels of hatred for what they did with Groot in that film uh, solely because it was nothing but a soulish soulless cash grab yeah. to sell baby Groot toys. It was like the Borgs
0: from from uh, Last Jedi.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Like 100%. if if you know anything about Marvel comics, even like a peripheral knowledge of Marvel comics, then you would know that Groot can grow back uh almost instantaneously like it certainly doesn't take any measurable amount of time to yeah like you, he, you, just, he you, watch, you watch him rip his arms off in combat in the prison in
0: Guardians 1 and then literally grows his limbs back immediately like you watch right, it and, happen like like it's like green and,
1: and not only that but when he does get damaged and has to regenerate he doesn't like lose his memories and become an actual like baby again that needs to be taught things about the world so yeah his his fucking like his growth pattern makes no sense. They they are using it to their advantage to like, oh, he's a baby here and he's going to be a, a bitch, bitchy teenager by the time at the end. So we can make a fucking teenager joke about it. Um, I I just I hated everything they did with him in that film. And I was very vocal about it. <laughs> I This is uh, he's going to be animated in a series of shorts. It's, it's called I am Groot and I have nothing else to say about it. Yeah, besides, I am, I am bored. Yeah. Uh- oh. I don't know. Sick, sick burn, bro. Yeah. You
0: know, you know, you know, you know what I, you know what I actually do want to talk about. What? What's that? I have a follow up on okay Sim- on Sims for Satan. Oh. Okay. Remember, remember, how I, remember, how I told you guys I didn't want to tell that 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 bit because it was too soon. I had just started. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, the reason I didn't want to tell that I didn't want to tell the whole Simps for Satan joke is because I was dating the girl it was about, kind of like low key. Uh, and I didn't know whether she listened just to the in podcast time. or I not. Didn't, I didn't know whether she listened to the podcast or not. But uh, that, that's why I was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. But like just confirmed, first of all, she does listen to the podcast. And she was outraged that I called her an astrology hoe. Outraged. <laughs> nice. Outraged. Uh, so I'm not dating her anymore. Sounds like a
1: real astrology. hoe, though.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a real <laughs> yeah. Gemini. You know hear this i mean? yeah. in a what what a I'd like to apologize right? to the, uh,
1: astrology hoe. I don't have her, uh, her name written down here. Yeah. Uh, no,
0: I just want to, I just want to take the time to double down on it right, because you're the worst. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if, you, if, you in, if you in any way, if you in any way believe that your star sign determines what kind of person you are, and that it's not just all randomized, vague, flattering, then I hope you're not a nurse or no. Like, uh, I, I, I hope you're not like an RN Right. Or, or 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 like anybody like a, even a school bus driver, anybody who's responsible for the safety yeah. and well-being of other people. I hope that's not you. Because you are so... You're a
2: finger painter or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Professionally. Yeah. I hope I, something, uh, hopefully I we do a lot of work, of with, way, you know, yeah,
0: like you do a lot of work with popsicle sticks and glitter. That's where you're best suited. <laughs> you know,
3: that, that, uh, that probably... manager,
0: no, not everyone can can hold that prestigious manager manager managerial position at, at, at uh, AC Moore or Joanne Fabrics, and you did it.
2: You did it. Good for you. Yeah, you really you nailed it. that. Keep yeah. it up.
1: I, I mean, just, just all I would say is, is just keep Keep on with the good fight. Keep uh, keeping Elmer's glue in business by eating all of it whenever you get a chance. Uh, I mean, it, I think my horoscope—the last time I checked—it was probably like you're going to find the strength to do something. Like it's the most stupid generalized like, wow. bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that really is me. I can't believe it got so accurate with yeah. all the details. Yeah, Soon like, you'll um, be faced
2: with a decision, and you're going to pick one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Like they're all—they're also like. You will
0: overcome a great struggle. But it's like it's 2020, man. Getting out of bed every day is a fucking struggle for everyone. <laughs> you know, like when I when I when I when I not only put pants on, but I, I make sure that they're clean before I put them on, I'm like, I did it.
1: Today's gonna look, be a good day. Look,
0: like like look at us. Like that think like that Paul Rudd meme. Like, look at it. who thought who would have thought? Not me. Not me.
1: <laughs> All right. We got we uh we still have a lot of stuff to cover and we yeah. are running out can, of time here. Just... Let's
2: very briefly I just wanna say that Veronica just told me that she very audibly farted when she walked by and that it okay. should be audible. She told me exactly oh, where it sick. is. So please don't edit it out because I look forward to finding. it. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't, I would never, I would never. Okay. Thank
0: you. So so That's we it. have about a half, we have about a half hour left until we all got to go. Right.
1: Yeah. We should have enough time. We okay. just gotta, we gotta keep light on our feet here. Yeah. Right. Uh, so this kind of ties back into the iron heart news. And I'll tell you how they, uh, they just, they announced that they were not going to, recast uh, T'Challa after the uh, unfortunate news that Chadwick Boseman passed away, lost his battle with cancer. Um, and so, so, you know, we, we, they said this, I believe after he passed, but it's worth reiterating that they are not going to recast him. And I assume popular theory is that Shuri will likely be the replacement Black Panther, which I am a hundred percent on board with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have to imagine, and it's, it's kind of a no shit statement, but I have to imagine that his death shuffled a couple things up at marvel so there were rumors for quite a bit that they might do an ironheart thing and that shuri might be the one to take up the mantle because she's a, we already know how smart she is yeah. and yeah. that she's good with technology so shuri was kind of like a, for lack of better you know terminology like a shoe-in for being the ironheart person um kind of changing the mythos of ironheart but then again ironheart's a very new property so you know, no one's going to be pitchforking it if they put in a different, you know, uh, protagonist. Uh, now knowing that sh- sh- she's the likely candidate to replace her brother as the new Black Panther in Black Panther Two, I would imagine that's probably why Ironheart is now being played by Riri Williams and uh, in, in a Disney Plus show. That's just speculation. There's no news articles about it, but we put the news article on here that he will not be recast. And I, I mean, I we don't. There's not really a ton to say besides. Respectful.
2: If they had had done any, made any other decision, it would be disgusting. That's the only. That's the only thing I have to say about it. I'm happy that that's like their decision, but if they did anything else, people would have fucking hated them for it, and they know it. So, you know.
0: And and that's the thing. Like, it's it's no secret that I am a a piece of shit when it comes to like continuity, but but when you see like you see uh, you know the announcement of his passing on like a Wednesday, and by Thursday morning. People are already speculating about what the MCU's moves gonna be. It's, it's it's tasteless.
2: It's gross. Yeah. It's
0: it's it's that 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 to me is where fanboyism crosses the fucking line. We talked about last week. Like it's there. There's a fine line between fandom and decency. You know what I mean? And it's possible. Yeah. It's possible to be a decent fan, but when your own when your only concern is all right, well, we need to get some casting news. What's what's going on with this yeah. property now? It's like dude, like like first of all, let everyone who worked with this man, everyone who his friends, his family, his fans, his loved ones, let everyone mourn. And like, obviously this is the, this is the only way to go. Like they, they did yeah. the right thing. Any, like you said, anything else would have been disrespectful. Uh, but yeah. I think having, having uh, his sister step up and take the mantle would be appropriate. If, if anyone's going to, or, or maybe, maybe we, we just have a story that centers around the absence of him the same way that Spider-Man centers around the absence of Tony Stark. Uh, my, my only question would be is how are they going to handle it canonically in the MCU, his, his passing? You know are we gonna are we gonna have to watch him die on screen you know i mean i hopefully not hopefully they don't they don't have to show us an on-screen death of the character yeah um, but they we, they literally just brought him back from the snap and it's like you know it's, yeah. it's gonna be difficult to write him out again in a way that's gonna feel like it uh is is respectful and does justice to the character because a character like that wouldn't go out you know uh in like the way that Harrison
2: Ford is going to go out, yeah, not going to trip and land on a nail. Or
0: <laughs> well, the thing the thing is are they are they going are, are to do something where they're going to meet it head on and have him maybe die of something that's outside of the realm of, of his control, like something that is a terminal illness. Like I mean, that that would probably be a little too close to home.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, um, I don't know.
0: But but we talked about how they had the storyline in Thor where uh, Jane had, had cancer.
3: You know, so I mean, yeah. it,
0: it's not outside the realm of possibility for them to adopt something like that where it's. It's showing that even people who, uh, you know, are extremely powerful and, you know, they, everyone's still human. Everyone still has vulnerability and it doesn't matter what kind of person you know, Some things just uh, win. No. Yeah,
2: I think the most tasteful way to do it is is basically what you're saying. Like, off screen, they, of yeah. course, mention it. Do yeah. some kind of, like, meta tribute to yeah. the actor and to the character. And then it's like, just move on. Just let him, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't
1: know if you guys n- heard this news. I didn't put it in the doc because it's really just a, a mention, type thing. But they uh, for the Black Panther movie currently streaming on Disney Plus, they redid the Marvel intro, um, much like they yeah, did a Stan yeah. Lee tribute after he passed in the uh, opening credits of one of the film, a Captain Marvel film, I believe. Uh, they did the same thing for him on the Disney. It's it's nice. It's a nice nod. I mean, yeah,
2: even a cold, hard cynic like me that kind of got through a little bit. I was like, that's that's a fucking cool move.
1: Yeah, it's 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 classy because, you know, I mean, obviously we know that they are fucking rolling in uh, Scrooge McDuck money over at Disney. But like to spend resources making that just to say, you know, condolences to the family and to the fans, it's 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 a nice nod. Yeah. Um, Okay, but moving along to our next piece of news, we have uh, three articles. They're all pretty quick hits here. Not a lot of depth to dive into. uh, And then we have our trailers to talk about and then Mando. So I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We, there's just still a lot of shit. So they've announced so, a Guardians of the Galaxy. You're saying we're
0: in a sphincter then, right?
1: Yes, we, we are. So we're colon cleansing each week. Sure, it's stinky
0: in here, boys.
1: Is this the I'm, beginning of Stinky Butt Butt Man? This is the beginning of Stinky Butt Butt Man. Yeah, all right. That's my God. <laughs> so they have announced they're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in 2022, Yuck. which means it was. <laughs> On. Which means that <laughs> which <laughs> means let me get through it and no. then we'll move on, which means that it will officially come out before guardians of the galaxy volume three, which is scheduled for 2023. Uh, James Gunn wrote it. It's going to be a, a Disney plus special. It, it's not being live action released. I don't know. I don't care.
2: Yeah. Eric. No, it, it, it's, it, it, this is again, the, the, the shit on the wall metaphor. It's just like, Oh, sure. The, uh, james that thing that you've been joking about for the past 10 years yeah we'll let you do it we'll yeah. fund that idea it's yeah. dumb like come on also
1: is is he the only director in like the fucking business that like he just mentions an offhanded idea he's got and someone just throws money at him because yeah. the same thing apparently happened with peacemaker. peacemaker remember they were they were like which character and he was like oh i have a great idea for peacemaker. And they're like here's a wheelbarrow full of cash please go do that thing <laughs> and I, I like good for him but like also fuck you because yeah. But I get it. Gamora's green and Groot's an actual tree. There's room there for a holiday special, but I don't want it. And I don't need it. Yeah. It's stupid. I don't
0: I mean, know. We keep talking about how they're throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. This is that yeah. shit from that movie Hall Pass, where the drunk lady sneezes and her diarrhea hits the back <laughs> of the shower. This is this is that shit. Like it's just it's un it's it's like, ha, yeah, okay. But ew, why?
1: Gross. Yuck. Next scene. Very nice. Uh <laughs> Next piece of news, they've announced that a character um, named America Chavez, who goes by Miss America, guess who she's inspired by, will be appearing in uh, Doctor's Change in the Multiverse of Madness. Here
0: she is! <laughs> We're scraping you- the bottom of the barrel!
1: Miss America, fuck you! Yeah. I'm not kidding. Next! <laughs>
2: At this point, Next. everything everything they announced for Doctor Strange it's like, all right, just shut the fuck up and make the movie. Like, I don't no, even no, no, know no. everybody that's saying it. No, no, no. I, I have I have something
1: better for Scott, which is that... So her name's Miss America. Obviously, she takes inspiration from Captain America, but her power set is nothing like his. She can fly, super strength, and super speed. Uh, her This is the article's words, not mine. Her coolest power is the ability to, quote, kick open star-shaped holes in reality allowing her and her teammates to travel through the multiverse and into other realities.
0: Hopefully they travel. Hopefully this entire idea travels to another reality and we don't have to watch it live on screen (laughs) in ours. Uh,
2: Yeah. Can we get a star shaped hole kicked into our reality? Yeah. Where we don't have to deal with this kind of shit. Can she she kick a star shaped hole in my fucking chest? So I
1: don't have to watch this
0: movie. (laughs) Uh, I mean, string theory dictates that there are infinite endless realities full of endless possibilities. So, in, in one reality, Chris, you read that bit of news to me, and I just stood up stone faced, went and bought an assault rifle, and climbed a clock tower somewhere.
1: Oh, no. That's science, baby. Relax. <laughs> yeah, don't, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just true. It's true. It's, it's, it's multiverse it's of madness, if bro. You wanna, if you want to get real dark, <laughs> technically, there's
2: a reality where all three of us did the exact same thing.
1: Uh, anyway, from that dark timeline. <laughs>
2: There, there's uh, a, there's why don't we there's star a, kick our way into another topic. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
1: this, this article is also telling me she's a fan favorite, similar to Miss Marvel. I've Bullshit. never heard of her yeah, before. Gives a yeah. fuck. Uh, I, sorry, <laughs> I, I understand where the tie-in might be. I assume it's going to be a cameo role because mul- multiverse of madness, and she can apparently burst through star shaped holes.
0: Yeah, I feel like I should. I feel like I, I should. Can't. I should rewind. I should. I should star kick. Oh God. Can we pretend I said a Nerf gun? Can we pretend it was a Nerf gun? That's too much.
2: <laughs> it was a Nerf no. gun. Yeah. yeah. We star yeah. kicked our way into a reality where that's exactly what you said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Buddy. Um, So Ant Man and the Wasps official title is Quantum Mania. Gross. That was our last piece of written news. Oh, we can go there's right past, a, past uh, that, right? Uh, miss, miss Marvel, right? Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually a sizzle reel, so oh, we're going to keep okay. doing that with the trailers. All right. Um, and I might surprise you with the amount of hatred I <laughs> I hold Not for anymore.
0: That.
1: For a specific <laughs> it, reason.
0: It might, it might surprise you that Luke is actually Vader's son. Well, not anymore. more. would have. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: Quantumania instantly reminds me of, like, 90s wrestling, and I think of Hulkamania. That's all my thoughts on this topic. Otherwise, who gives a shit? We knew Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 was going to deal with quantum realm because it's the next big frontier on the, in the Marvel cinematic universe. It's where I assume it's where Dr. Doom is going to be coming from or related to in some,
0: uh, I think it's uh Kang the conqueror, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I was thinking of Kang the conqueror. Okay. You are correct. Um, so we're assuming the next villain you know, kind of one of the next big baddies is going to be related to the quantum realm. And, and there's just a lot of unknowns in there and they can do whatever the fuck they want. So I, I don't care. I don't have an inkling of, I don't have anything to say about this because there's no news besides. Oh, you're titling it something that's directly related to the thing we all expected it to be about. Cool, I, you know, thoughts?
2: Or are we good to just? It's just the dumbest title I've ever yeah. heard in my yeah. life. Yeah. Can, can Paul just my be a
1: Ghostbuster
0: thought. right now? Can he just do that and yeah. shut the fuck up about? Oh, he's gonna
1: other... be a Ghostbuster! Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah, like I haven't we, heard any updates on that.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, can we just get a? Can we just get a trailer with him on screen? That's all I want in 2020. That's all I need to to kind of like. Semi save this year. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about Ant-Man and the Wasp at all. I barely made it through the last one.
2: I, I it, thought they were OK as like just lighthearted films, but oh, no, just, like, I just quantum mania. Didn't they actually like refer to the fact, like, make some meta joke in endgame? Like, do you guys just put quantum in front of everything? And then they <laughs> named a movie quantum mania. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like,
0: the first Ant-Man was a fun so- heist film the cast was, was a big part of that. I think like having, mm. what's his name? Uh, Lewis, uh, you, you know, the guy,
2: yeah, you know, the, I, know yeah. I, I do. <laughs> I do You know his name. Know. I know. the Yeah.
0: Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like it was just fun, man. The second one was just, it had too much to do. It, it became like a, a larger part of setting up for end game. Uh, and it just, it sucked a lot of the fun out of it. We're, we're at a point now where there's, there's so much cross contamination between some of these movies that they can't just be fun movies anymore. Cause they have to, they have to, hold we'll up something pro- else, so. Yeah, they have to prop up all these other things that are going on. It's just too yeah. much. It's just too much, and I, I just don't give a shit. If if they're, if they're doing this just to inter- introduce the next big bad, which is Kang and the Conqueror, okay, but couldn't he have come from anywhere but the quantum realm? Like, aren't we done with that already? How yeah. long do I have to pretend to give a shit about about? the quantum realm guys don't care I love all. all this
2: MCU hate tonight I didn't even influence any of this you guys no, start talking about it it's great it's just bad it's just bad they, just bad they brought it, it
1: on th- themselves with just this like you said there's a glut of content it's just an onslaught on the fucking senses and then on top of it they why would you even announce that like why is that in your yeah. investor call put it out as a news article on some random fucking yeah. Tuesday I don't care I don't care you're not giving me anything any real yeah. meat about show the me Angeline Lilly's butthole or get the fuck off my news <laughs> feed i'm I'm on board with that i mean i don't know about threatening to you know do that or get off my newsfeed but definitely show it to me yeah i'd like to see it please Just one time okay uh now we have to talk about our marvel trailers uh we're gonna have to get through these quick uh we're running low on time and i want to talk about mandalorian so they released a new wandavision trailer uh my 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 biggest question about this is is derek does this Trailer still tickle you in an interesting way, like the other one did? Are you still looking forward to it? Because I am. I think that trailer was good, and I'm it's just looks like a weird fucking trip,
2: and I want to <coughs> be on board of everything that was announced. And obviously, this was already announced, but this new, like, oh. fucking just shotgun blast of shows and movies and stuff. Yeah. I think that I'm looking forward to this more than anything else. Can other than maybe the th- new Thor movie, because I love Take Away TD, but. Um. No. I. Uh, yeah. I loved the trailer. It's just weird. I, I'm. I'm super into it. Yeah. It is very
1: weird. And can I just suggest instead of shotgun blast of news, can we say bukkake of news? Oh is yeah, bukkake of
2: news. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. It just ropes. P- there. P- Too P- many Pankake? ropes to handle. Boo! Booze Cocky. Booze
0: <laughs>
1: booze cocky.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I no. Thought no the trailer... News cocky.
0: News cocky. There oh, we go. Damn, Boo- yeah. Is news cocky. Good, actually.
1: Is that is that is that a, is that a title? It might be New Scott, yeah, okay. That that would be two podcasts that have to do with uh, Bukak. I'm totally on board with that, but I'm
2: just... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right.
1: We gotta balance it out,
2: then we gotta have uh, another one uh, about buttholes, too, you know? We gotta just even everything out.
1: Evangeline Lilly's
0: butthole. uh, I mean, but but there's also also, uh, Upshill Battle.
2: Up oh, battle was pretty good. Up yeah, battle, pretty
0: good. You had you had one at the beginning Derek that was just choice just... I
2: feel like the uh, the Disney news cake is pretty good though. That's yeah. 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 Gets the point. I, I
1: I would be okay with that. We just said the the artwork for it has to be unique. It can't be another pancake image.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, can't yeah. be um, cum either. Can't put any cum in the image. No, we can't do the no, I mean
1: none of it. You can print out and cum on the image like if you're to, really
2: yeah. dirty. Yeah. I'll say if you, you, you know? want
0: you can print out a picture of of Walt Disney himself and I'll do a cum tribute. back to you. Oh no.
1: If you want and if you oh, want anything from it. content only. <laughs> if, 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 if you want anything from Derek or I, all you have to do is send us a picture of like uh I don't know. Evangeline
0: um, Lily's butthole. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then we'll print that out. And you know, I, I was gonna say uh Timothy Oliphant, you know, or uh, one of, of our gray haired yeah, yeah. men. Uh, Scott, because I'm trying to keep us on track, how'd you feel about this trailer? Still still on board, still interested? Uh no.
0: Uh it, it it kind of pulled back the curtain and showed us a lot of action set pieces that are obviously later in the season. And the one yeah. thing I thought that this had going for it was that air of mystery. It was kind of like you knew you knew it was going to be kind of like lost and that you're peeling back layers. Uh, obviously, with this, there's going to be more of a concise narrative and an actual beginning, middle, and end to it that makes sense. Right. Um, but to me, that was half the fun was was not knowing what was going on. And now you see them in, in costumes fighting in in this small sect of their neighborhood. And to me, it just looks like eventually it's going to devolve into a carbon copy of everything else we get from the MCU that like everyone's admittedly a little sick of unless there's some new twist on it. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, I yeah, I
1: yeah. I'm still very interested in it. I mean there there's a really cool scene in, that they've shown previously but they got a little bit better of a look at it in this one where he Visions in like a comic book like cloth costume during yeah. Halloween and it that just looks really fucking neat. And then there's obviously there's something going like it looks like she's got hold of this like area and her, she's manipulating it. And there's like uh, some kind of military. We talked about it before, like maybe shield or a sword uh, is trying to get in. Um, we don't know what the, the you know, the villain or the enemy is going to be. I mean, she might end up being the enemy because it looks like she might take kind of a crazy turn in multiverse of madness. Yeah. I don't know. I I just for, for me, the big mysteries are. How is vision back? Are they going to how are they explaining that? Is it literally going to be just because she wanted it to fucking happen? If so, lazy, but OK, I'll take it. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Still. I think it looks like one of the cooler projects that's coming out of yeah. Marvel at the moment.
2: I do agree. Um, it was weird that they showed the military trucks driving in because that to me, yeah. I'm with you on that was a bit of a tell. It's like, oh, OK, so they're in some kind of containment. Like, Matrix-type yeah. thing or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. and then they,
0: they show her flying, and, like, like doing, like, a flying punch at one point. I was like...
2: Man. Yeah. It, it was a little too much of a tell. I'm with you yeah, there. Yeah,
0: yeah. But like, I'm still um, into
2: it. I'm, I'm still man, very interested.
0: I wouldn't cringe to see that on screen, like, in, in the context of the show, but, like, seeing it before I even watch the, the fucking like, intro for the first time. You know what I mean? It's like, it takes you yeah. out of it. It, it felt yeah. like they
2: were, like, making sure that this, the, just the superhero gang would show up for it. You know, like, oh, yeah, they're still yeah. punching bad guys and flying through the air. It's like, you yeah, know yeah. that's going to happen. You didn't yeah, have but, yeah. to put that it, in. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, all right, so WandaVision comes out January 15th. It is the the closest thing to release right now. It's just over a month away, so we'll be sure to check it out when it comes out. Next up, there is a quick look at the animated Disney series of What If, which is literally just you know what the like taking different weird scenarios and making them happen. I, I don't, I don't particularly, it's kind of, some of these concepts look neat, but I, I will not, I'm not like dying to watch it when it comes out. I don't, I don't know. I
2: don't have much to say about it. I'm I'm okay with pretty much glossing over it. How do you feel about it Derek? I've never seen a concept that I could care about less be presented <laughs> more just awesomely. Like I, when I saw the title, what if I'm like, Oh, okay. So they're going to switch it around. Right. That animation style was beautiful, though. I was like, all right, I'm actually kind of into this. Um, that was no, nice. I, I, that's that's it. I mean, they didn't give you a whole lot to go on. They're just put, you know, the way things happen, switch, you know, switches around yeah. a little bit. And certain Peggy Carter's
1: are, uh, Captain UK or Captain whatever. UK, thought, yeah, you know? yeah.
2: Uh, no, I, that animation style was so good that I'm like, I'm going to watch this for sure. Um stupid concept though. Who cares? Like we don't need to see permutations of every fucking reality. Yeah, possible. it's it
1: literally they're literally like, what happened if the Ravagers picked up T'Challa? Yeah. And he you know I mean? Like, like it's just well... that kind of stuff. Surprise, basically the same shit that yeah. happened to Star yeah. Lord yeah. anyway. Yeah. So
0: he, you know you know what happens? Peter Quill ends up in like a, a fucking group home, is what happens. It's real yeah. sad for
2: Peter Quill. Yeah. He never finds a home, yeah. <laughs> he just gets tossed around in the system. Yeah. Till he's 18. Then he becomes yeah. a heroin addict. It's fucked up. Oh, dark. <laughs> They've got dark.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. Unless you have any uh, thoughts to add to that, Scott. No, no. About the P- what P- if stuff? Peter Quill okay.
0: heroin. That's, that's about it.
1: I wrap it up. <laughs> all right. good. Okay. Uh, these are the topics to write down in the outline. Um, the next up is a clip they released for the Loki show that's coming in May of 2021. I was actually very interested to see how Derek felt about this because initially I was of the thought that I don't give a shit about this at the series. I was like, I don't care. I've had enough of Tom Hiddleston. I like Tom Hiddleston. He's a charming actor. I don't give a fuck. Yes. Uh, I liked this look at the show. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, they, they did a lot of interesting Marvel, uh, kind of lore exploration in this, uh, with the TVA being prominent. And, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, fucking Owen Wilson, really? <coughs> yeah uh <laughs> I, I, besides besides his acting he they gave him a little wow. too much talky talky uh yeah. in the fucking trailer much, really. yeah
0: when we get an uh, Owen wilson wow out of this is the only question that needs to be answered
1: wow yeah wow. absolutely absolutely we do um scott how did you feel about the loki first look uh it's one of the few disney
0: plus uh marvel shows that i'm actually excited for uh because the possibilities are endless you know what i mean um it just it just looks really interesting. We see him in a, in a lot of different alternate realities. Obviously, uh, the time variants. What are they called? Authority. Time yep. variants. Authority. It tracks him down in prison at one point for stealing the Tesseract. Uh, but uh, I, I think I think it's it's gonna be interesting to see Hiddleston kind of just have his own his own show because he was always one of the more interesting parts about those early Thor movies and those early uh, Avengers films. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm all I'm all for anything they want to throw him in as long as they can keep it uh, keep it. Just different enough that it doesn't feel like we're rehashing the same kind of ship as we.
2: Yeah, Derek. I've never seen anything that was so room temperature in my entire life than the uh, preview for Loki. What what happened there? What happened in that? Can anyone tell me anything that happened? It was just well, it was different roll, costumes. Uh, <coughs> time, time Time Variance Authority
0: captures him for stealing the tesseract and beep popping throughout time. And right, history. and
2: he's just in different rooms talking to different people. And it looks like he might be uh, working with, for with, them a little with,
0: bit. With different haircuts, Derek. Oh, okay, all right, you're right, yeah, totally.
2: No, I, I know they, uh, they they threw Owen Wilson in there to try and make it interesting, which is great, because he was in, you know, all those good movies that Owen Wilson was in. You know, we could all name Shanghai Noon as a national treasure. You hold your tongue. Yeah, no, he's great. He's really... Totally. The the biggest thing he's known for is what we already just said. The joke we made just saying, wow, that's, you know, Yeah, but don't he's know also, they, gave, wow. they gave him a mustache to make you go, oh, he has a mustache now. And he's, that's also
0: a, he's, all, he's also in every single Wes Anderson movie that you probably fucking love, you hypocritical <laughs> piece of shit. He that's is, a very that's good, good yeah, 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 I do yeah, love
2: most of them. Yeah, yeah. And he's fantastic at them because he
0: actually is <laughs> a good actor.
2: But, well, but, he's in them. He's definitely in them.
0: But also like Wes Anderson has been remaking the same movie in a different setting for the last 20 fucking years. It's all the yeah. same. I think the Fantastic right, Mr. Fox is the listen, only
2: deviation from the formula in 20 listen, years. If, if you haven't seen the Grand Budapest, it, 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 the, the worst part about that movie is that it ends. Everything has to end eventually, right? That movie is a fucking dream that you never want to wake up from. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. And I would All like right. to hear your honest opinion. It is a fucking joy. It is a fucking great movie. Um, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't into it. It just seemed like, I, you know, again, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I know that they're putting a lot of their eggs in this basket. Um, th- the trailer was boring to me. It wasn't, like, bad. Really? It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was just exactly in the fucking, like, actual middle of, like, down to the fucking atom in the middle of the road from you. It was just like, all right, all I Even could say if- was, like, I just watched that. Okay. Oh, there's an hey, I what- voted sticker on at the end. Yeah, it's very interesting. Hey, it's very hey, there, stylized. I get there, it. But...
0: What, ha- what happens when you split an atom directly down the middle?
2: Um. Uh. It blows up. A big yeah. old, there's the yeah. power of the sun. Yeah, yeah. So you think, even, about, even you think with,
0: about the analogy you just made, and I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna agree with the analogy. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's split directly down the middle,
2: right? Like it's just I, uh, a shit show, and 300,000 people are gonna die. <laughs> yeah, we agree then. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: Um, e- even like the, the, the black widow quick shot didn't like interest you at all. Are we interested like, in black widow? All of a sudden we no, talk shit on her every no, week. we we're find really, a way to we're too. really not at all. <laughs> well, I'm not going to
0: pretend to back you this no, one. No, 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 no.
1: It's not that I'm interested in her character development. We've already discussed that. I have no interest in, in f- another character arc, but like they showed her in what looks like it might be the soul realm or, or something. She's just like sitting and there's like an orange globe. I don't know. I thought that was cool. The fact that it's the TVA interests me infinitely more. They're basically the time cops of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I don't know. I think I think it has a lot of runway to be an interesting show. And I hope that it is. But we got to keep moving because we're Uh,
0: just one. Just just one thing. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, it it gives us an opportunity to see something along the lines of Stargate or Sliders or even Quantum Leap in the MCU where he can where he can go through time and different alternate realities and, and. Correct, wrong. Like he could do things in this series that could alter the entire timeline of the MCU and have serious ramifications if they decide to go that way. So there, and are, not there only, are endless possibilities for it. it could it could yeah. be really interesting if it's done right?
1: And not only that, but this is remember uh, pre turn back to the good side ish Loki. So yeah, he's yeah. It's still a bag of shit when this series series starts, and we get to see if he's still destined to become a good guy in a different way. It's like an Earth two variation of a of a superhero's art. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, Moving on. The next trailer is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is releasing on March 19th, 2021. Um, Go ahead, Derek.
2: I want you to start. All right. I'm going to start with the positives. The first is this. I don't know if this, this is using the same technology that they're using the Mandalorian, but I'm just going to say that it was very well done. And it's nice that we're living in an age where we have TV shows that are that look like they're of the same quality of movies. And that is that genuinely the, the biggest thing that I took away from that trailer. I was like, this is crazy that I'm living in a time where uh I, I'm watching a trailer for a show that looks like what would be a fucking just the most expensive movie in the world when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's really exciting that we're kind of getting to that point of that uh, these studios are seeing that people watch shows enough and are probably even liking them more than movies a little bit in a lot of uh, in a lot of cases that they're willing to fund them in a way that, you know, we, the viewer get more out of that experience. So that's very fucking exciting. That being said, what a bad show, what a bad premise to waste that on the whole time with the quips, everything that's wrong with like the latter half of the MCU is present in this fucking trailer. Just the constant, like (laughs) little quips with each other. Oh, my God, it just takes you out of it. It's just like you're not even watching a narrative anymore. You're just watching guys who think they're funny jerk each other off. It's it it, it just didn't look fun to me. <laughs> I never cared yeah. about either of these characters like they were good as, you know, we've said this a couple times tonight as secondary characters. They were great. Some characters are good as secondary, but when they're in the forefront, they they, they just don't. It just doesn't work.
3: And so I don't light think through the cracks.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. it's good. Uh,
0: uh, I mean, I I really like. Uh, Winter Soldier's character arc throughout the Captain America movies. Falcon, I, I think could have been flushed out better. I think this is an opportunity for them to do that. Having said that every line of dialogue, and there wasn't a lot in this, every line of dialogue in this made me cringe so fucking hard. Oh dude. And, and, uh, I hate to be on the same page as Derek. With this oh, one, this I, is, oh my God, <laughs> this is
2: my time, baby. But at oh, midnight, we got there.
0: But, 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 but the the thing is, it's like, it. they both have gone through a traumatic experience, uh, you know they both they both essentially lost Cap not the same way that everyone lost Tony but there's still this emotional fallout of that and we see these two characters kind of having like that I fucking hate you like that begrudging buddy cop lethal weapon horse shit and it's like can we yeah. get the, can we delete the weapon three where they're fucking boys now can we fast forward yeah. to a point in time where their relationships evolved to a point where like we don't have to have that banter that's like like we're watching them grow together we've already done that these two these are yeah. two people who need to be need to be pitted against each other uh with a, with you know with the same objectives but they, they both are, are vying for it or they're, they have a common goal and they're working together as a finely tuned, well-oiled machine. Like that's the only way this works for me. And if they're going to be doing those fucking bad boys, one tropes the entire time, I don't want to see bad boys three. Nobody wants to see fat, sweaty Martin Lawrence, but I want a bad boys two narrative where, where we know, we know who these characters are already we've established it. And we're just going to watch them kick the shit out of everyone who fucks up for the next eight to 10 episodes of TV. That's what I want. If it's anything less than that, I'm not going to fucking finish it. Fair, sorry, fair.
1: Um, I don't know. So I have mixed feelings about it. I hated the dialogue. I thought that the I, I actually most of your guys points, I thought that the it looked great. Um, I do like playing with the thematic elements of. Captain America's iconography is complicated. He means different things to different people. He's no longer there. And no matter who you put behind the shield, someone's going to hate it. So the, like the government clearly wants to put their own person behind the shield. They do in this, they have somebody uh put on the captain America outfit. They have somebody, I forget his name. They've announced it already. I'm being a bad host, but there there's someone who takes on the mantle for the government to represent captain America. Obviously at some point, Falcon's probably going to take the fucking shield. Cause he's the one that, that, that Steve Rogers wanted to have the shield. So there I, I think the concept of kind of like who's going to take up the mantle is a cool concept and one that at this point in time can really only be explored by marvel because it, it's almost like a who's going to take up the, the mantle of batman to bring it back to something that i hold near and dear uh by the way dick grayson's the only viable candidate all the rest are terrible uh an argument can be made for tim drake but it's still dick grayson anyway um i i, I think thematically that's cool uh but with the dialogue, there. oh boy, there's the fucking section where he's like, what's your plan? What's your plan? And, and I was like, are they really doing the joke from Avengers where Tony Stark's like, I have a plan attack and then fucks off out of the ship because the dialogue pushed his suit out bef- because it was so fucking bad. Like I, <laughs> I hated the fucking joke and I, uh, I don't know. I, I want the series to be good. I have, I don't think it will be. That's all I have to say
2: about it. Uh, all right. Oh we have- God, this is fucking, this is, this is great. Derek has so much fapping material for the I after do. we get done. Look, I do. I do. Like I have <laughs> maximum cum power right now. I'm at like <laughs> not maximum. I'm at like 90s right now, but he's topping off. Yeah.
0: That's the, that's the thing though, man. Like, we're, it's not the, it's not that me and Chris are like fanboys for the MCU. It's a I can I can enjoy things if they're if they're well compartmentalized or just or just well well told <clears throat> stories. But it's like a lot of what we've gotten is just it's lazy. It, yeah. It's B roll. It's all yeah. it all feels like B roll. A lot of it. And even some things I was really excited for, the way they've been presented, like WandaVision, it was presented in a way where it, just, it looks like more the same to me now. Where like, if maybe if with the slow burn to get there, it won't feel like it. But that trailer, man, that just painted it as like another show I could give a fuck less about. Like it, it's, really, yeah, yeah. Honestly, because like, it, it's it's Hellstrom now to me. It looks like it. It looks like it's just gonna be like they're they're trying to put a new twist on the same exact formula, and eventually we're just gonna boil it down. It's like it's like if you're making apple pie moonshine, man. Let that shit boil too long. Well, all you have left is the apple cider. All that all that hard grain alcohol is gone.
2: So it Not- is like the, the, the one thing I'm going to say is that you know if you look throughout and this is you know my prediction for the superhero industry as a whole. If you look throughout history and the different things that like the movie industry focused on, like westerns, which is I think the only other like uh, 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 cinematic trend that has lasted longer than superhero, which superhero is now catching up to westerns very quickly. Um, towards the end of it, what do they do? They started taking Western characters and putting them in scenarios that weren't typical to a Western movie as a way right. of seeing what else can we squeeze out of this genre before it dies. And I think that's what we're seeing with the superhero genre. Now we're seeing WandaVision where it's kind of like a weird, you know, uh, uh, maybe like thriller ish type thing, psych thriller, sort of like Truman show. Um We're seeing like, oh, well, we're not going to do movies as much. We're going to do TV shows and see if we can get money there. That's the phase I think we're in with superheroes. I think that we have five years left and everybody's going to be over the formula. That's my prediction. It is uh, December 13th on 2020, 7.59 p.m. And I think five (laughs) years from this day, we're going to be talking about a completely different kind of uh, genre of movie.
3: I think
0: I think that's accurate, but it's going to be one of those things where like uh, there's going to be rare standouts. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't a fan of of Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, but a lot of people saw that movie as a fresh take on a tired genre, and for a lot of people, that kind of like revitalized or repeaked their interest. Yeah. Um, I think you know, with Ant Man, we see a great a great heist film in the vein of Ocean's Eleven in the MCU. Uh, Multiverse of Madness is is propped up to be sort of a horror film we've talked about before. If they're when they're done well as genre films within that that larger like canon, I think it works really really well. The problem is. A lot of the time, it isn't written to be a, like a. It isn't written to be anything other than just a popcorn movie. And we see that like with with Captain Marvel, like all the components are there. You have Brie Larson, who's clearly like a fucking a list actress, uh, but it's just there's, there's no substance to it. There's no reason to give a shit. And that yeah. that's one of the, that's one of the, like we talked about before. Like there's no real compelling villains in the MCU with the exception of a few here and there. And we literally did a whole bit making fun of Thanos for being a like a fuck boy. You know I mean? He's the, mm. he's the big bad. But also, he's he's not a critical thinker,
1: there. right? So. Right. All right. We got to keep pressing on, yeah. um, Derek. How how are you with time? I, I can definitely go an extra like fifteen because I do. I can go another Mando. fifteen. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we have one more sizzle reel to talk about. A video game announcement, which we will spend basically no time on because there's nothing to say besides it's announced. Uh, and then go into Mando. So Miss Marvel is the last uh, sizzle reel they released. I I, I gotta say. And this my feed into Derek's just hatred of most things. Um, <laughs> I this. Oh, God, this sizzle reel felt like it pandered so fucking hard like they. And look, don't get me wrong. When you're doing a story about a person of color or a or, or even a woman character, it's important to make sure that the person writing that story is coming from a similar point of view, someone who actually knows what that walk of life is like someone who's been in those shoes because otherwise you can't tell an honest story from that perspective i can't write a story for miss marvel i'm not pakistani i'm not a a woman you're not Uh, i'm surprisingly no i am not despite this porcelain skin i am not (laughs) um and i the this i don't they were like sizzle reel and they showed a couple quick snippets of footage and by all counts it looks like it might be fun. We we know Kamala Khan from the intro to the Avengers game. We love I love personally her relationship with her father and her family and kind of her her idolation of the the Avengers. And that's kind of what makes her a unique character in the MCU, because we kind of get like the fanboy perspective from her. Mm-hmm. And that all looks fine. But they were like it the, the sizzle reel just felt like, look at all these women involved and look at all these people from Pakistan that are writing for the show. And I, I just like. I don't know. It felt, I don't know how, why it hit me this way, but it just felt distasteful almost. It was but they disingenuous. Were just like,
3: yeah. yeah. It
1: was, it was like the, the all female character shot from Endgame. game. It's the same feeling. I was just like, Ugh. okay, one. Well, I'm glad that this is happening and I think it should, and it should continue yeah. to happen. But being like, look what we did. We cast these people. It yeah. just Isn't that like so
2: inclusive
1: of us? Yeah, like- yeah, it felt like Disney was just did a back scratcher, yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, look what the fuck we did!" Oh yeah,
0: that's good. You know
1: what I mean? Like, uh, obviously, the only move is to like is to
0: not showboat about it and let the final product speak for itself, and then praise the actors and writers and directors involved yeah. for their work. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I, I did that. Honestly, didn't even. I didn't even catch that. Watch it. Most of it was so much news to go over. I was honestly, just like at 2am bloodshot eyes, so watching much. everything and reading everything. Um,
2: it felt small- a little like, Oh, if you're Pakistani or a woman, you better like this show because it's, <laughs> it's
0: like, like
1: yeah, I, I, I'm I, neither. And I'm really excited for it. I hope I'm allowed to watch it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it, I don't know. It, it definitely, it, it's, I think you hit the nail on the head to stop my stammering. It's like, if if they hadn't come out of the gate with the first look doing this, it would be different. But the, it's it's almost like Disney going, Look how diverse we are. Ooh, well, yeah. they, you know what I mean? Just, and, they just did the and, same and, thing just,
0: with Patty Jenkins, like
1: yeah my, it, did you
0: know my dad's dead like <laughs> n- no one no one asked you patty just yeah <laughs> relax, patty it's 9 a.m yeah. please yeah,
1: yeah go go more by yourself at the cemetery no but it's one like just, it. just just make a good movie
0: like i don't need to know i don't need to know what your emotional attachment is to it if i want to i'll read an interview of you once you're done directing it talk right. about where your inspiration came from it's just like the, the news cycle is backwards now they're 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 pivoting and, and telling you why you should like something before they even start filming it instead yeah. of getting you excited about the product like well here's here's why here's why a woman should direct it's like well if she's a great director then fuck yeah i don't give a shit about anything other than whether the final product is going to be something that's true to the source material and an interesting ride to be a part of
1: Mm -hmm. right um
0: but it's it's like a weird juxtaposition where there's so many like diehard fanboys who just scream about every every opportunity that's stolen from a man in quotation marks that they kind of feel like they have to be proactive about it now i guess And try to, like, get people on, get, like, a a certain amount of people on board before they start filming for something. I I don't, I don't understand the. the, Yeah, and
2: and to be clear, like, for anyone listening, like, we're not mad that, like, people of color and that women are working on this. It's that you would, like, make that your selling point when you initially come out of the gate. It's just clear that you're trying to, like, have, like, a press moment to show. Uh, what a beacon of inclusivity you are! It's just kind of yucky. Right? It, like, it, it yeah. just like it defeats the purpose of doing that to begin with. I yeah. feel it like.
1: feels very, it feels very corporate and disingenuous in a way that something like this should not. It should be celebrated, but it, I, I don't know. It, there's something about the way it was presented in which it just made me feel bad. And, and I said it earlier, but because of what Derek said, it, it does bear repeating. Like, I, absolutely, this should happen more often. More writers in Hollywood should be. Yeah. Uh, diverse from different groups of people because you cannot capture those viewpoints without having those diverse opinions. I don't want white guys writing for every other yeah. uh, character in Hollywood. It's it's shitty. It's the it's not the right way to do it. But I just this just was presented in a way that felt uh gross. Yeah, That's it's it's like say. when T
0: D Bank changes their logo to the Pride Flag in Pride Month.
2: Yeah for like, for twenty eight days and then they're yeah, like right, Yeah, we're yeah, done like, with yeah that you, you
0: guys are you guys are real <laughs> allies. So yeah, I'm sure like <laughs> It just it just feels like it's it's uh it's a it's a move made based uh and the way the way not 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 to say that it's the way they present it is it it's like it's a PR stunt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, That's exactly. It made yeah. Me feel Yeah.
0: And and that that to me it it just 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 make make something like make good good content. You know, trust yeah. trust your your directors and your actors and your writers, and stop patting yourself on the back before the product even started production.
1: Like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, all right. So video game announcement. Bioware has announced that Mass Effect 4, not Andromeda 2, uh, not some other new franchise, actual continuation of the original Mass Effect trilogy is in works at Bioware. We have no other news besides that, other than my love mommy Liara is going to be involved. And oh boy, I can't wait to have some blue alien sex. Um, no, No other clue what it's about. The announcement trailer was cool. Uh, no release date, no nothing. We previously talked about problems at Bioware, people leaving. I don't know what that says to me about this. It certainly doesn't make me overly optimistic about it, but I want to spend as little time on this as possible because I have things to say about Mando. Derek, Scott, any thoughts about uh, Mass we al- Effect? We also 4 have announcement? a
2: moratorium on spoilers for Mass Effect. I just want to run Oh, uh, true. So that everyone.
1: even list.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have absolutely nothing to say. about. It.
2: <laughs> okay. Very good. Uh, I-, I can tell you Veronica is very excited. Um, yeah. we, we were like, really like flaccid dicked for the entire game awards. Uh, and then of course they showed that right at the end and she screamed like an insane person. Um, <laughs> and like one of the first things she said was like, oh, that's Chris's girl. That's her. I was like, All right. oh yeah, <laughs> no, I'm excited. Oh. That's it. Oh, So Ron listens to the podcast every week. She does. Yeah, she does. Hey Ron. Hey,
1: appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate you. Um, no, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I don't I have Somebody who ca- loved oh.
0: me and supported me and nurtured my, my passions the way you do. What's <laughs> that like?
1: <laughs> wow. I don't have any kind of weird fetishes, but I'm just saying I, I would turn into Homelander with Liara in a heartbeat if I uh, if she was real. Anyway, moving Wait, right along. from you, Yeah, you're to laser her tits Laser her tits? Cones? Yeah, No, it means I would drink mama's milk. It's all. <laughs> oh, ew, would it, would it be that blue milk? Like Luke blue? like Luke blue. Yeah. Yes, that's actually where it comes from. It's canonical. Moving on. Mandalorian, <laughs> uh, the latest episode, season seven, the penultimate episode of this season just came out. It starred uh, Bill Burr mm. yes. as a, uh, a returning guest as Mayfield. And boy, howdy, did I fucking love <laughs> this episode. Was it a joy, Chris? It was a fucking joy, Scott. Oh, damn. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's the same, it's I, uh,
2: the same I, every time. Th- it this doesn't is like matter a... like,
0: how he starts the sentence, It always ends with the same joy.
2: <laughs> yeah. can <Joy>. shout it.
1: <laughs> it was a fucking
2: joy, Scott.
1: Okay, <laughs> so they... they <laughs> they, uh, that I've said this like five times in just this podcast episode, but I loved this episode so much for the same reasons I loved Rogue One. For the same reasons I'm interested in Andor, uh, this is one of those things where they fucking got me, boys. And and I won't go into heavy spoilers because we we like to do the round robin. We don't have too much time, but there's one there's the whole time they just up as stormtroopers to trying to break into this thing. They're trying to get codes from an Imperial terminal. It's the whole gist of the episode, right? They, they recruit Bill Burr to do it because uh, Mayfeld was an Imperial and should still be able to get into the database. Right. Uh, there's a couple cool themes that happen throughout, but it, to my, in my opinion, the best one or the most well-executed one was uh, the locals are destroying these transports, right? Fighting back against the Empire. But we're on Mando's side. We need Mando to succeed because Baby Yodes is at stake. So we're, you know, he's fighting off these locals and the whole time you're cheering and you're happy about it. And uh you're you know, and then they get to the bridge and the the stormtroopers show up as Calvary, and I was like, I was like, yeah! And then I went, Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally cheering for, for the space Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking got me! Look at you, you just had me had me cheering for the Empire, and I'm literally all of a sudden my brain flipped like a switch turned on, and I went, I'm literally Berlin, I'm
0: 1937, cheering... huh? Yeah. Hey, i I'm, 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 literally... How do you feel now, bro? I'm literally
2: cheering on the people hey, that are destroying. How do you destroying... feel about the occupation of Warsaw? I'm just curious. I'm... Shut up. <laughs> I literally am cheering just... on. <laughs> I gotta get through. Have you ever seen, seen
3: Schindler's minutes.
1: List, Chris? <laughs> I have. I don't, I don't. Whatever. I. Whoa. All right. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I was just passing by. Uh, I've literally realized we're cheering the destruction of the, these people's homelands and they're not pirates. They're not bad people. They're trying to get rid of the fucking empire. These are people we should be rooting for. Uh, and I've, the episode did a great job. I don't know. There's a lot of cool shit in this episode. The fighting was great. Yeah. Mayfell's character development was good. Uh, I'll stop because we're running low on time here. Scott, how did you feel about episode seven?
0: Uh, I loved it. Uh, I, I didn't think that anything could come close to how much I loved uh, episode five and six this season. This one was a really close contender. Obviously, it's, it's not going to match uh, the excitement of seeing Ahsoka or Boba uh, Bo- Bo- Fett back on screen for the first time. Boba, Va- Boba Bo- 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 Fit, Boba Bo- Bo- Fit. Uh, but Migs Mayfield is a really interesting character. Uh, like seeing like that that whole standoff scene where they're sitting across the table from that dude. What's his name? Oh, his name, it's great. Uh, R- Richard Brake, right? The guy from the guy from Thirty One. Uh, that that Rob yeah, Zombie movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's. I mean, that he's horrifying. He was also Joe <laughs> Chill in uh, in Batman Begins. Oh yeah, that yeah. was him. Oh, uh, he's he's an incredible actor. Uh, he's he, oh, he plays the best scumbags.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, really th- this
0: episode for me is somebody who loves uh, the Star Wars video games. I know Battlefront 2 was mired with controversy, controversial, yeah. uh, and uh, the the you know the microtransactions killed that game out the gate. Even after they corrected it. That game didn't have half of the online community would have had because of no. those early reviews and yeah. the, the early uh you know uh like boycott of that game. but there yeah. is, there is a, a story, like a single player story in that game that centers around operation cinder, and we see yeah. we see Bill Burr's character uh right. Mayfield react in response to Operation Cinder, which was Chev uh, Palpatine's, basically, in case of emergency, break glass, yeah uh, and when you break glass, it's orbital, distre- uh, orbital defense systems that destroy all of his enemies and his allies that should have had his back and he feels didn't. So we see Yeah, that. it was
1: basically like a fuck you on the way out the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and 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 in op- during Operation Cinder, you watch in the in the the campaign uh of battlefront 2, you watch from the perspective of a stormtrooper who turns to a rebel watching their fellow imperial uh officers struck down by Operation Cinder, watching entire worlds like I don't know if Naboo is canonically destroyed, but it is it is absolutely devastated. ravaged, like devastated yeah. by Operation Cinder amongst other planets. Uh, and to to watch Bill Burr have that uh, Inglorious Bastards moment where he's losing yes. that fucking That's shit. I was, dude. Like, I was gonna say, yeah. say that too. Dude, dude, like High just, fives all around. Dude, dude, <laughs> yeah, just just like just just what like it is a testament to how great an actor I think Bill Burr. Like he can't get around the accent. I get it. He's from Boston. It's like ingrained in his DNA. He can't. It. <laughs> it makes but,
2: it better though. It really yeah, yeah, makes it it better film. Yeah.
0: Uh, but just just watching him like understanding that he doesn't give a shit about Star Wars, even in the capacity that we do. For him, it's it just, so for, him, for him, it's just a chance to show off his acting chops, and that's exactly what he does, dude. Like, yeah, you watch him break. You watch him break. You watch his face, and then we get this incredible, awesome action sequence wrapped up with him, like, sh- like showing off, what, like, what an, what a, uh, a marksman he actually was. To reiterate, yeah, I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise this? Yeah. And we're full, yeah. we're full <laughs> circle, and dude, I just I love Bill Burr, man. I, I really I was hoping he would be sticking around for the next episode, but I really Me hope too. we see we see more Mixed Mayfield in in season three and four and so on
1: yeah um that whole right before Derek goes that whole that I was gonna say Inglorious Bastards it felt like a PG version of Inglorious Bastards and I did not expect him to actually kill the fucking guy and when he did I think me and my wife were both like oh yes it was so satisfying give him a a fucking blaster shot through that guy's fucking chest because he deserved it I forgot about the cinder
2: reference that was a good catch
1: yeah yeah, it was so good
2: It's I catch you how'd you feel about it pretty much like mine is really quick actually um I feel like I was going to make the Inglorious Bastards uh, cross-reference as well. Sorry, sorry. But, you know, the uh, another Tarantino film that it uh, reminded me of is when he does finally shoot the guy. It felt a lot like when Dr. King kills fucking Candy in Django Unchained. Like, he says some oh, racist yeah. shit, and he's just like, you know what, fuck this guy, and he just shoots yeah. him. Dude, it felt exactly like that. I was like, same thing. Me and Veronica were like, fuck yeah. Like, we were so amped. We were so fucking hyped for that. And then that next shot was just hilarious where he like sees the other stormtrooper and he just like <laughs> leans back and shoots him too. So good. Yeah. For um, a
1: second, the way the stormtrooper cocks his head, I thought they were going to be like mad and like that. Yeah, guy. We hated like, it, but, but. <laughs> but like Bill Burr genuinely looks like surprised that he, he's like, Oh fuck. I did that. Then he's yeah, to yeah. keep going to It's like, ah,
2: shit. Yeah. But I, I think that like, we're seeing Bill Burr, like he's gone through a lot of changes, right? Like he had a kid. Um, he said in his, uh, previous two standups that he has like these rage issues that he's trying to get rid of. We yeah. saw him st- star in um, King of Staten Island. He did great in that. Yeah. Um, I think that we're seeing him go. He always uh, uh, did these very like fucking ancillary, like temporary roles in in shows and movies that he's been in. And now we're seeing him actually like, I think we're seeing him realize like, oh, I can do this. Like maybe, yeah. maybe I'm a better actor than I'm giving myself credit for. Um, I thought that like that whole scene, that inglorious bastard scene where he's talking to whatever the hell his name was. I was so good. And you can just see him in his head like you can see the snap, the moment right before he draws his fucking blaster. It was excellent. The whole thing was fucking incredible. He was great. Um, And next week we have the finale. I can't fucking wait for it. I can't either. There there, there was like you said, there's a lot. of. You can literally
1: see the torment on his face watching this guy talk about. This stuff, and then he kind of just goes blank, and you can tell that like he's done. He's you're gonna fucking die, bro, and and, uh, so satisfying.
0: What was crazy is that like obviously like like Din has his helmet off for all this, and it's overshadowed by Burr's performance. Like yeah, you know (laughs) we
2: we didn't even
3: mention that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like like honestly, like like it. I'm I am pre, disposed to to love anything Bill Burr does because I'm a huge fan of his stand up comedy and just him as a personality. Yeah. I love too. him when he's being candid in interviews. I think he's just a, a very realistic person. And he's not afraid to call anybody on their bullshit and treat everybody equally. Um so, so when I when I see him doing something where he's very clearly stealing the show, it just gets me so excited. It's, I want yeah. I want more reasons to love him. And he doesn't yeah. he doesn't make it difficult, especially with his no. with his his run as as Mig so far. Like he's just if he's even more flushed out now, you see him go from this this Kind of a, he's kind of a bad guy in, in season one, and you see him do the right thing here. And he even like has that moment where he looks at Mandu, he's like, "I'm just trying to, trying to, you know, clear clear out some of the closet or whatever." He says he, he has that throwaway yeah. line that he, he references earlier about we all no, so just it, we all gotta sleep at night. He has that little line he's like yeah. I'm trying to make it, make it a little easier to sleep at night. So he blows up those uh, volatile explosives that were gonna be used to attack locals on that planet. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the people who were trying to kill him with thermal detonators for the first twenty minutes of the episode. His final act in that episode before he leaves is to protect those people just because it's the right thing to do, even though they just tried yeah. to murder him on their entire, you know, cannonball run into this fucking this refinery. Right. So it was just it was really
1: cool. Yeah, there there was a lot of there's a lot of really cool shit going on. I mean, they, they really fleshed out. They made his character such like, a oh, look, he, everybody is shades of gray, including this guy. He used to be an Imperial sniper. I mean, but he's obviously not a bad person. Deep down, he's trying to do the best he can in the. Like you said, like you said, trying to sleep at night, trying to do whatever you can to make sure it's a little easier to sleep. Yeah. Um, and I, I just I fucking loved it. Like I said, I mean, the, fleshing out those characters in the Star Wars universe is one of my great joys to fucking behold on the screen. Yeah, I know. That Scott. was a sneaky one. Uh, yeah, that, 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 <laughs> was,
0: that one had a different, like different little vibe. Yeah,
1: there was a different, different uh, demeanor, different delivery. Um, yeah. But I don't like that it. being. Back, s- do, it, do, it
2: <laughs> do the other one. Do the other one. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> that being said, we got to wrap this bad boy up because we, this yeah. is a mega sized episode. Yeah, We're at like two, 245 on the record. Big beef and honker. Yeah, if, you, yeah. if you, if you will, that's some giant old um, gear, goth pierced got titties. Mm. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you want to, if you want to reach out to us, questions at the cynicalnerd.com for an email, or you can uh, tweet at us at the Schmeg nerd. S H M E G nerd. Um, Hashtag AskTCN, ask us a question. No one's asking us questions, and we want to answer them yeah. uh, with all the snark that we can muster. Yeah. So please feel free to ask away. Um, my name is Chris. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN please. Uh, Scott, how about you? Uh, my name is Scott. You can find me at SwearWolf on Twitch.tv backslash
0: SwearWolf with an E. That's S-W-E-A-R W-O-L-F-E. Uh, also on YouTube and Facebook Gaming, but uh, let's be honest, nobody gives a shit <laughs> about either of those. <laughs>
2: How about you, Derek? Uh, My name is Jorge, and you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Doctor Gloom MD. That's D R G L O O M M D.
0: I'm always nice. relieved when right. he goes last because his voice is just like, like butter, yeah. butter, butter covered in chocolate. Like if you could deep fry butter in chocolate, that melting yeah. butter. It's like can. Morgan. You can do
1: it. Yeah, it's like Morgan Freeman narrating Planet Earth. Like just put <laughs> me to sleep, Daddy, with your dulcet <laughs> tones. Uh, all right, we're gonna wrap this one up. Thanks for hanging out. It's been episode twelve. Uh, probably upshill battle. We'll figure it out later. That, right. uh, you no, guys, yeah. you guys have a children good night. Of the we'll- children of the corn. Children of the corn. Oh damn! No, that's good. I feel <laughs> yeah, like that's the sh- one. Actually, yeah. children of the. Okay, okay. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> have a good night. We'll talk to you next time. See you guys later.